Am I too loud, though? No, I don't think so. Do you want me to get louder? Let's get loud. By a round of applause, how does everyone feel out there? (sighs) Thanks, Katie. I don't know if they're applauding. It's just me and the gardener. (laughs) Right. Yeah, so if you hear any noise, um, we have a gardener who is... We're so fortunate to have a gardener, by the way. Well, we don't have a lawnmower. Oh, yeah. And so there's the necessity of said gardener. Do you want to tell them why we don't have a lawnmower? Because we don't want one? No, because I'm not allowed to have one. Oh, because you'll just run over the cord? Well, there's that. And also, one time I almost I chopped my foot off with the lawnmower, and I've been scared ever since. I dropped my baby blanket in, and it chewed it up, and oh. I've never forgiven the lawnmower. I bet you everyone has a lawnmower story. Ooh, that maybe that's what they ride in this week. I know we're way behind, but that doesn't mean that you still can't send in your amazing stories. Send us in your amazing lawnmower stories. Amaze us with your uh, lawnmowers extravaganza. We'll call it Lawnmowers, Lawnmowers, Lawnmowers by Jeremy. By Jeremy. Poor Jeremy gets pulled into everything. Yeah. Um, uh, or maybe Graham could be our lawnmower <laughs> mechanic. Christoph <laughs> um, <laughs> could write a jingle. Yep. Sue could explain the science behind lawnmower blades or, or something. Or the way the grass grows or why it grows yeah. the way it grows. I tell you, with this team, <laughs> we can do we anything. We can do anything, guys. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> But you send in your you, know. you send in your stories to otdmpod at gmail.com. I'm not kidding. I almost once chopped off my foot with the lawnmower. Yeah, tell us that story because I don't. Uh, I only know that you had electric lawnmowers, which, as a person who grew up in the country, I'm like, what? It was electric, and that probably saved my life. So, I had been asked to mow the lawn. And that was the as children do. Yes, it was the worst task in my opinion. Oh I no, the worst is cleaning up rhododendron blooms. I don't even know what a rhododendron bloom is. Rude. It's the it's the state flower of Washington or state bush or whatever the fuck. Yeah, but the flowers are sticky. good choice, Washington. The flowers are super sticky and their sap is crazy, and it's a total disaster. Oh, gross. Yeah, and you have to pick up each one and put it in a bag. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, sounds harsh. So sounds almost, like a harsh child chore. It never paid enough. My mom would always <laughs> up the price. You know, we'll give you ten dollars. Oh, we'll give you fifteen dollars. My brother and I'd be like, can't pay me. I have to no. clean up those rhododendron blooms, mom. Exactly. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, how'd you almost cut your foot off? Okay, as I remember it, it's the summer of 86, 1986 okay. for all you millennials out there. Um, <laughs> As if they think 2086. <laughs> Before uh, people smoking all, indoors, yeah. stonewashed denim. I'm oh, getting yeah. it. I'm, Pretty I'm much. here. Okay. There I was. And uh, as it often happens in Quebec, the lawn was growing very rapidly. I mean, I'm talking like inches by the hour. And it That's was really true. wet outside uh, because. Why would you mow when it's wet? Well, it's always wet. So you look for like the driest of the wet. Right. So there I am. So like, it's not ideal. Okay. okay. Here's my window and I'm in between watching DuckTales or something, you know, like, and I don't really dig cartoons at that age, but you still turn them on because mm-hmm. it's good. It's soothing. You'd right? have been what? 10, 11? No, no. Uh, let's see. 1986. I was about 40 years old. No, you'd be 11 years old. Uh, 86. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 11 years old. Mm-hmm. So uh, I see my opportunity to get my chore done because it's sort of drier outside. And I go outside and I've got the lawnmower and I do the the front strip. And then we had a little hill. It's not a huge hill. It was like maybe hip high okay. to get up to the door. So there were stairs from the driveway. Oh, up this and that little, little mound. bit that went next to it. Yeah. Yes, correct. So I, I had to mow the little mound 
and um, I was at the bottom, and I I was racing because I I don't know I wanted to do something afterwards. Yeah, be done. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to be done. So rather than what I typically would do is start at the top of the mound and yeah, go down. It's easy. Go, go down, and then you pull it back up. I pushed it up the mound, and what happened is as I was pushing up the you mound, slipped? I slipped and my foot went under. <gasps> yeah, because I slipped, and the the lawnmower came back towards me. Holy shit balls! You could have killed yourself. But the uh designer of said yeah you know, keeps it safe because yeah, your hands are off I, the thing my hand came off of the the control and, and it turn. stopped it, the blade wound down and but it really hit my foot hard it hurt you know thunk but it didn't but cut didn't my shoe your... did not lose said foot one oh. time i was in the emergency room for a completely different accident and there was a guy there who had chopped his foot and they were making him wait and i was like this is not good that's not good he had his foot wrapped this and is like, not God, good healthcare. And you're like okay we'll see sean next and i'm like i'm just here for stitches over my eyebrow i don't know oh, this guy you have that no uh, no sorry it was stitches on my chin head wounds uh, always first oh, speaking of head wounds we are hockey fanatics in this house mm. well one of us is a hockey fanatic and uh the other <laughs> one you know just watches uh mm -hmm. in support because mm -hmm. we only have one tv at the moment so you have to be yeah Anyways, uh, Brendan Gallagher <laughs> oh my was God. thrown onto his head and it, it split open. He, I don't know what he's made out of, but if we can clone him, because Homeboy is just tough. Yeah. Like, he's not a big dude when it comes to hockey. He's a large person, but when it, hockey people are like huge individuals, like even when they talk, the commentators have like hands like five times the size of my hands and they look at least five at times. least five times this large but they're just huge individuals like right. i'm six four two thirty and yeah. they're like yoked you're yeah, like there, there's some big players don't yeah. fuck around with them gallagher's you know he's not on the taller side but he but he's a big he's like a stocky guy the heart of a lion he brendan gallagher fights so hard if, every if game we could clone with the the body of brendan gallagher but anyway, he got thrown on his head and no concussion. I don't, he didn't get knocked out at all. I don't know. Um, I don't, again, I don't, I don't think know he'd what say he's, anything. If it happened, he's so well, competitive. Yeah, they don't want to do the protocol. Right. What uh, is the concussion protocol? Uh, what, do they make you do the hokey pokey, turn yourself They about? put you in a dark room. Yeah. And I think they make you run, they run some tests. Oh, I thought you said they make you run. No. Put you in a dark room, make you run around. And they make you run, some, they make you go through some testing, yeah. I'd assume, or yeah. assessment. Anyways, uh, I felt bad when he landed on his head. And the blood. I mean, that's the thing about head wounds is they bleed a lot. We got a bleeder. But in the, in the hospital, babies first. Trust me, I spent years, you guys, working in facilities where we had to utilize what in the States is like Medicaid or essentially like what socialized medicine is for other countries. Mm -hmm. In the States, it's like you have to end up waiting at like a really shitty medical facility for a long time. And if you have a child, because remember I worked at Place St. Anne's in down, where I did the face painting that was terrible, um, we would take the girls with their babies and you get taken in right away. You barely wait. Okay. What? I was just going to play a joke. Every time you look at me, I was going to look away. You know. Oh, I noticed you were play doing Play hard that. to get. <laughs> oh, oh, so hard to get. I don't know. I was following your story. Though, but anyway, babies first and then like head wounds or spinal injury, those go quickly. But then like unfortunately foot, foot mean, you so can far away from your head well, you can live without yeah it sounds bad but like you have to prioritize so in a way it's like triaging triaging yeah mm. and babies and older people get taken in quickly because they're higher risk right 
So yeah, you, I'm glad you didn't chop your foot. I do remember because we didn't have a push it's mower. It's a hell of a way to get spayed or neutered, by the way. Ooh, ooh it's rough. Um, but I think we might have had a push mower, but we didn't use it. We used the riding because we had so much. Because I grew up on an acre, which is you know quite a hefty amount of property. Yeah. What is an acre? Is that uh, 12,000 square feet is a quarter acre or is that a half acre? I think no, that's I think 10,000 is a quarter, isn't it? I don't know. I think it's something like What's that. What's a quarter pounder with cheese in your country? Mm, is that a Royale much? with cheese? Could you? Mm. Conversion is very but anyway, difficult for us. Uh, uh, but people talk all over the world in acres. Right. So it's an acre. Hectares. Eight cares. Stop. Stop. Nobody cares. Wow. <laughs> I'm taking a page from Heather Hying's book. Right. I am looking forward to it. I pre-ordered it. I never order books. I'm. You know what it is? I pre-ordered Harry Potter. I was addicted to technology. Hi, and my name is Sean. Electronics. Uh, I grew up on this. You stuff. could get an ebook, an e-reader. No, I'm trying to distance myself from all this garbage, all this blue light and. Well, no, you get the if you get the Kindle, there's no blue light. Well, anyways, I I prefer the smell of uh, mm -hmm. paper and the, the the texture on your finger. You've it's been buying tactile. a lot of books and not reading any books. No, I've been reading. Yeah, slowly. Um, I don't read as quick as I once did. I think it's because my eyes. I've are never weak. seen you pick up a book, but yet we've ordered four. What are you talking about? You have like four your, books. Come on. Yeah. Uh, the the hunting, killing something about it. meat. I read that one. Okay. Then we, didn't you buy the parasitic mind or something? Uh, the pandemic. Uh, the, the yeah, John oh, Barry, yeah, the, the pandemic. pandemic. Mm -hmm. It was a little dry. So it was, it was a about the 19, uh, the other pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's been on this kick. I didn't get that much information out of that book. Which but, uh, Linnea, my manager, we were talking about this the other day too. And she said, you know, I, I get excited and I've been buying a lot of books, but here's the thing. I haven't been reading a lot of books. But and they make like, you look fucking smart, right? You put them on the tables and- Well, you know, somebody asked you about like, guess oh, I read that too. And you're like, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's my to read pile. Mm. Seems that you're too red pile. <laughs> um, but anyway, he Heather and Brett, Heather Hying and Brett Weinstein have written a book called the hunter gatherers guide to the 21st century yeah. and sean pre-ordered it and i'm very excited but the reason i said I'm, I'm taking a page out of heather's book is that when her and brett were doing this podcast we love their podcast the dark horse which i am ashamed to say well not ashamed but just i hate even being affiliated with with youtube and the fact that like they d aren't uh monetizing their channel anymore and they've gotten into trouble for reasons that i think are very uh ridiculous and stupid but anyway it, during the podcast he had said something he was going in the weeds on an issue. I don't even remember what it was. He was like trying to d figure, he couldn't remember and he was trying to come up with, and she goes, nobody cares, Brett. <laughs> and he just moved on. It's pretty ruthless. <laughs> and it killed me. So I hope that in the second they, that I was like, nobody cares, Sean, they all went and then laughed. Here comes our gardener. He laughed. Ha ha ha. Rumble, rumble, rumble. Right, right. Yeah, they're they're um, they should get a comedy award. Those two, they're, I, they're very they, funny. They are. They're very it's like dry. It's nerd humor, which I appreciate. Oh, there's. I don't think nerd is a bad word. I was a nerd. Oh, I'm not saying it's a bad word. I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, because nerd humor, and yeah. I love it. Ooh, I bumped my like nerd rock or nerd, nerd rap. Nerd. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy it. Uh, should we hold for the the gardener? I think we're gonna have to. I think he's going away. You guys know how segways work and we've seen it and it's dork. I think it's dorky. Hey, if you ride one, I'll 
kudos to you but there's nothing dorkier to me than a segway rider like in santa monica there was the there were these segway tours which i get there's a lot of walking and if mobility is an issue maybe i don't know you look stupid <laughs> you know what is even dorkier than a segway mm. um and i secretly i'd like to try one because it's balanced technology so I, oh that wheel thing the wheel it you look like Dorky. the um uh there was like a cartoon back in the day with the caveman and he would ride around on the oh, wheel. oh yeah the wheel mm. yeah i mean i think it's kind of cool but i wouldn't want people seeing me don't want to, don't know nobody everybody hey look, look there away. goes the old guy again you on know that the wheel. kids would laugh in santa monica we had a lot of that but the, what i was going to say is that the segways are just like the lawnmower that our dude uses sometimes he, he rides you see on in california oh yeah so i looked out the window mm -hmm. and the guy he's riding around on his segway lawnmower he stands on it it's not really a seg i mean it that's the thing is it looks like a segway but a lawnmower is attached to it yeah yeah it's really interesting it looks like <laughs> the, a hovercraft of the some lawnmower sort. is in front of him just fyi he like stands onto the back i think and then turns it on however he turns it on welcome to lawnmower chat with sean and katie <laughs> this spot has been brought to you by lowe's and home depot mm. and all those who sell lawnmower and john deere and I don't john deere yeah but anyway continue so oh so i look out there and this is why technology is dangerous. This goes back to what we were just talking about mm -hmm. a few minutes ago. Buddy is driving around our yard with a lawnmower. Now I know this because I almost lost my foot in a lawnmower accident. And you weren't even on your phone. He Exactly. He's on his phone. He's not even looking where he's steering the darn thing. He's, he's maybe TikTok somewhere. I wonder if it's a Tesla. Maybe he, it could be. Tesla mowers. It could be auto mow. What's that? Isn't there like a Roomba auto mow? There is. I wanted to buy that. Um, it'd be cheaper than this guy. I mean, that's basically what he's doing, I think. I don't know. I don't know what's going on out there. I got to be honest. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> but it's funny but, because we know our neighbors and we really like them. And they were mowing their lawn at the same time they're mowing our lawn. They're like going from ours to theirs and then theirs to our, like just doing us at the same time. Yeah. And it kind of cracks me up. Yeah. I was like, we should call Ryan and be like, okay, here's the deal. Right. I'll do the I'll, I'll mow every other week. And or maybe we go halvesies on one of these automated lawnmowers. Yeah, and just, we'll just set the parameters up for oh, both. Oh, here the comes the weed whacker guy. I am very appreciative of the fact that I don't have to do this anymore. I don't know. I've never liked mowing the lawn. No, 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 no. I mean, I told the story about how I was on my dad's lap riding the lawnmower and it, I dropped my baby blanket and it sucked it up and ate it. Devast I was devastated. Yeah. But in the in the conversation about the safety protocol oh that's what we were talking about before we got rudely interrupted by the the gardeners is that um i had an acre of property and we would have to mow okay and so we had a riding lawnmower and if you stood up like if you got your butt off of that seat it'd kick it off that was the safety like, so if you fell off it wouldn't keep yeah. driving ah, away it would just stop it would shut it down that makes the sense. engine would go yeah, because sometimes break. I would lean up to do something or when I was really little, and this is kind of funny, when I was little, like 10 or whatever, trying to ride the lawnmower, if I just shifted my weight because I was so I was small, it would shut it off. And I'd be like, oh, God damn it. Like, I have to like. So they'd weigh you down. They'd yeah, because I couldn't lean forward. <laughs> well, I just couldn't picture. lean around too much because the way the sensor was too sensitive. One time. Um, so. I had the electric lawnmower mm -hmm. and then Paul Brady had moved to the United States. He moved to Connecticut and they had the first time I'd ever seen one um, up close and personal. Although I think my grandparents may have had one, but I didn't get to use it. An electric one? No, uh, a, a riding lawnmower. 
Oh, oh, you'd never had a riding lawnmower? No, we didn't have a need for it. It wasn't that big of a yard. Yeah, if you didn't have that much space. Yeah, it was like a suburban yard, right? Yeah. So, uh, but Paul Brady had one because he had a bigger yard mm -hmm. in the suburbs of Connecticut. And he he's really, he, he treated it kind of like it was a dirt bike, you know, like he's. Oh, some people would. We were not like those. three-wheel motion on a hill, you know, like he'd lift up one and he had his tricks. And it was cool until he rolled it. And, you know, because um, he was showing off for me and my other buddy, That's Paul. That's dangerous. Those things are heavy. Yeah, he rolled the lawnmower and his dad was pretty mad. But, um, you know, yeah. hey, the things that guys will get up to. They actually kids, go you know? kind of quick when they're not yeah. in mow. When they have first gear and. Third. Like, it goes to three. Does it? Ours went to third. Oh. But it doesn't Rocket go fast shot. if it's in mow. It only goes fast if you lift up because you have to go turn and you lift up the thing that mows. And you turn off then the mowing, you turn off the mowing, and then it just drives like a go, like a kind of like a go kart. Or, yeah, but it doesn't go. Our go karts went faster than that. Again, but. thank you to uh, Lowe's, Home Depot, and uh, John Deere for sponsoring this segment. We really uh, we appreciate you backing mm. the podcast. Yes, and, lawnmower um, safety and yeah. discussion. But I we I think we had both, but we used the the riding the right. most because we had so much lawn. Cool. So much well, lawn. That's uh, that's lawn chat with Sean and Katie. Yeah. What do you think, guys? Should we keep this uh, you know segment I, going? I mean, we, I own next week. I, we're new gardening chat. We're I'm gonna... almost out of stories already. I mean, how many lawnmower stories Why can would... you keep in that yeah. brain? You know, I mean, my papa because we live next door to my grandma and papa. He used to ride his lawnmower down sometimes, like he or he'd take his tractor. Is right. more more like it. But we could take your lawnmower. I'd like to have a tractor. That'd be cool. Where would we possibly? I would dig a hole. That would be the first thing. If I had a Where? tractor. In the backyard, I'd dig a hole. What are you, a dog? For what? The pool. Oh. Dig a hole for, for a pool. Mm -hmm. Fill it with, with water. And then it'd be like a mud, a swimming <laughs> hole. That's like a big mouth when they dig that hole. Yeah, with, Jay. Their feet are made for school <laughs> Clip clop. Right. So um, for those of you who are not... Uh, watching, which um, there's a few of you that uh, listen exclusively, and I Ooh, thank you. Exclusive. If you listen to this, what, you're why? Do some real Texas. Why is this necessary? I didn't expect that. <laughs> I'll go get a towel. Jesus Christ. <laughs> why did that happen? Because you, it probably was shooken up a little. Why would it be shooken up? It's been sitting here the whole time. It's just the temperature. And I don't know what you did with it, and I don't know. It's very carbonated. That was. Thanks, honey. <laughs> this segment's been brought to you by Topo Chico, a true Texas staple. Once you have Topo Chico, you'll never want to go Rico. Go Rico. <laughs> que Rico. Ay, ay, ay. Rico. Yeah, no, so I just opened a bottle of Topo Chico for the audience and, and promptly um, poured it all over himself. I know, but that's how carbonated this stuff is. It is the best carbonation. If it you're is, looking for the right size bubble. It's a nice small bubble. Soothes your tongue. Your tongue. Whatever. I just really like it. But I don't know why he tries to drink those things because he's gonna burp like a maniac. I just wanted one. Mm. I I've been um you know I slowed down on having them because I was I went crazy. A new beverage in the house, and I drank like four of them in two days. And oh no, was, four in two days! It's too much carbonation, guys. <laughs> but here I am. We're back. Yep, back. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Any any other stories? Oh, in exciting news, um, 
we had our guy, our fix it guy, John, come over to the house and we're finally going to get started on changing some of the things that we we need to. There's some repairs that have to be done based on the I feel inspection. inadequate as a man. I got to be honest. Why? I don't, I don't have any tools. I don't have any knowledge. I'm just, I mean, I have a little knowledge. Why is I, that your job? I, I could, don't know. I could easily be doing it, but it's you know, not our specialty. It is not my specialty for sure. And we, I look around and. We don't have a good track record trying to fix things either. No, that painting did not go up properly. <laughs> we had holes in the walls and, you know, and I don't so, want to touch electrical outlets. I mean, I could learn and I have run wire before. One time I worked as an electrician's assistant for a bit, but. I don't, I mean. Mm -mm. But um, you don't want me installing the lights, you know, or doing the plumbing or. No. any of the woodworking right pretty much anything other than <laughs> you know but you don't uh, even want to hang the stuff because i was like oh we can just hit some nails and sean's like no let's have it done be done properly and i was like but i think that is proper and you were like no yeah i don't want to just not. punch holes in the walls i want someone to measure it and get the right height and everything and okay yeah oh and i did learn so on my patreon live stream that i had last week i did learn that this is called wayne's coating mm-hmm and we were talking about it because I don't like it. I, I hate it. And how I thought that was to protect the wall from chairs hitting it. And I guess it is. Purely decorative. But it can also just be decorative. Yeah. Somebody, Bernice, uh, reached out to me and messaged Hello. me. I told you. And said, so you guys, I'm sorry. Um, and she told me it's Wayne's coating and she loves it. And I was like, that's fair. To each their own. Wayne's coating, Dave's coating, you know, yeah. Steve's coating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have B Garth. board. I thought you'd say Garth's coating first. Garth. Yeah, exactly. Wayne and Garth's coating. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good one, Katie. So <sighs> um, I don't really have any other stories. Oh, I have some things I want to uh, think okay. about. I wrote something mm. today when I was texting with my this dad. From Sean's journal yeah, to your I, ears. I was like, oh, that was pretty good. I wrote something good there. I wrote, <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't discount anyone. They usually do so on their own. And okay. I thought... Yeah, that was something that I wrote that was, I thought, pretty good. That's like uh, Mr. Kendall, my old English teacher, used to say, it's better to be thought a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. Oh, I open my mouth all the so time. So that's the same thing. Like, I'm a, I'm you don't fool. discount, you don't have to be thought a fool. You just do it yourself. You open your mouth and remove all doubt. Right. What's up with Free Britney? What, what's going on here? Oh, God. I didn't even know that's how she spelled her name. And is that why she says it's Britney, bitch? Is that? Why would that be? You know, like, I don't know. Is No, she's just saying it's her. Oh, that, I mean, that's her name. I thought it was because people mispronounced her name or something. So how, how would that be? How, what? Anyway, so what's up with her? What? I mean, I wish her the best. Whatever's supposed to happen, I hope it will happen. Yeah. I definitely think there's been a, a bizarre like power dynamic. And it might be better if I know if there's a company that's doing it. If, if she still needs to be conserved and that's what they decide based on the facts, then I hope that it's done by an outside party so that it's not her yeah. father and that that toxic relationship yeah and i trust in the court of law that the judge who's supposed to be an impartial person and i suspect they are because you know that's their I job mean, that's their job <laughs> they've dedicated themselves to a life you know of com uh, comprehending how to interpret the law and so hopefully this person who just upheld the conservatorship maybe there's some other stuff we don't know behind the scenes where they're like hey she's acting really erratic Here's some yeah. speeding tickets. Uh, here's I, photos like Michael Jackson who's dangling the baby over the balcony. Yeah. You know, like. No, but I'm. But as a mental health professional, I have to say that if she was manic, we would know. Like you, there was audio that was released, and it, whether it's real or not, nobody knows. Oh, her her testimony. Yeah, that was she. Real. She's calm and collected, mm -hmm. and 
it's not she's not manic maybe not now but maybe she's had an episode within the last you know who knows how the document totally. is written and i don't know what and i know that physicians like probably her psychiatrist and probably her therapist if she has one have have written documentation to support whatever they think based on their professional opinion is best so the fact that they upheld it makes me wonder what they said and why you know right because nobody like it doesn't help uh, the psychiatrist or the therapist for her to be conserved versus her not you know it's funny everyone wishes for fame or not everyone wishes for it but like a lot of people think oh to be famous and mm -hmm. to be wealthy and more money more problems here's a person who is living this nightmare publicly I really, I feel for that person. And mm -hmm. I, maybe that's why the fans get so worked up about free this person because they, they're they seeing, you know, someone- When they, they feel connected to her, right? Yeah. We've we've known of her. I still remember seeing her, was it Hit Me Baby One More Time? It was like her first hit. I was in high school, I want to say, or middle school. Oh, like, that was the racy one where she was, uh, they're like, a kid can't do that sort of yeah, thing. Well, she's like dressed up like a school, school girl, but she, I think she's around my age. Yeah, I think she's probably so, in so her she's pretty, mid I think she was like 16 or 17 when she right. first became who she is. I don't know. Again, I don't follow it that closely. But I remember that being in like one of my little magazines, like Seventeen magazine. Because, you know, back then we didn't have things like cell phones. Right. And I was like, wow, Britney Spears. Who is this? <laughs> and Christina Aguilera came out at the same time. And then it was all at the dances. You know, I still remember that. So it's been like a really long time for her to be in the spotlight. Anyway, Great enough voice. about that. Great yeah. voice, you know. Super um, talented. So um, definitely can um, perform someone else's music in, in an amazing way. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, yeah, because she doesn't write her own stuff, yeah. I don't think she does. Maybe I, she's written some stuff, but they're probably not the hits. I think the, the pop songs that are big yeah. hits are... Maybe she's like a co-writer. ...crafted really by, know. you know, somebody and say, you you tap dance to this, you know. Yeah. We'll, we'll make a hit out of it. Yeah. But anyway, I don't really... I mean, I, again, mm. I don't really care. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else? What else? Uh, I bought a barbecue. Ooh. Or we bought a barbecue. I'm excited. Well, Sean picked it because he kept asking me about it. And I was like, dude, you do what you want. I've never owned a full-size barbecue. It's always been a baby barbecue. You know, like the, the camping You've never ones. owned a full-size? Oh, I guess no, you No, personally, didn't. I haven't. Yeah, no. even at Joe's. No, I had a, another one Yeah, that little one. Yep. Huh. And so this is, you know, a big step up. I'm putting the big boy pants on. Woohoo. But what I come to find out is that you have to assemble the barbecue and not really looking forward to that but yeah i always thought but maybe it's because my dad had a truck we'd pick one up from the store that was already fully assembled yeah or maybe i just don't remember him putting it together yeah so well, that'll be go. me for a couple of hours i'll put some music on I'll, pray for us nah it'll be fine I'll, I'll take care of it knock that one out of the park lickety split that's an easy chore for me mm. building a barbecue if there's instructions i can build it it's true um, it's true but i'm i'm excited especially you know, just because it's it's about it's summer summertime. I know. I'm I'm feeling and I can't also it's July. 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 I know, I don't lie. It is July. Hmm. Interesting. Uh I love a well crafted ad. Mm. So mm -hmm. uh, being in the uh, the homeowner biz now that we're Is that in, like when you bought those uh frying pans? Yes. I, <laughs> I fall for good marketing. Mm -hmm. If it's good marketing, I fall for if it's bad marketing, I I mock it, you mm -hmm. know. Uh I've been on Craigslist quite a bit recently just because, you know, maybe there's well, some. Well, yeah, I got the, that dresser and nightstand for real cheap. I know. Rather than spending $1,000, we. Uh, Spent 200 Yeah, kitted out the uh, the spare bedroom. You know, I think that was great. Great find, babe. I love a good deal. Car okay. Carpe dealum, as so they say. I was inspired by Katie's shopping on Craigslist. And so I went on myself and 
some people really know how to hook me. And I found this in, oh, they have all sorts of interesting sections inside of uh, Craigslist. They have automobile. Yeah, you could buy a car. Um, they have bicycles, musical instruments, Yeah, they furniture. have also lost and found or what's the one that's like missed? It's like when you meet somebody somewhere, but you you like never got to get their name or something. Right. So I was flipping through the aviation. Misconnection. It's really kind of fun. I don't look at those ones. Christina did that once because she saw a guy at a concert. Really? Or some guy did it and she found. Anyway, it was kind of fun. I was no. like, oh, really? It's I was like, like desperately seeking Susan with Madonna, that yeah. movie back in the day. But I was like, just make sure you meet him in a public place and do not let him come pick you up. She was like, aye, aye, Captain. Yeah. It makes me worried, you know. It was fine. I, he ended I, up being a good friend. Okay. Personal ads. Pay. It's a little. That's yeah. how people get murdered, I think, through personal ads. Now they just call them dating apps. Oh yeah, mm. don't use dating apps. Mm. That's that's bad news. That's scary. I, I, well, I shouldn't say don't use them, but like I say, everybody uses them, Sean. I know. I'm from the era where there were no yeah. dating apps, so you have to right, right, because you don't know. Anything. They scare me. I mean, I mean, again, meet someone in a public place. Yeah, don't let them come to your house and pick you up, and okay. let someone know where you're going to be, and text them when you leave. You know, like there's safety, and get into a lift. On your own, go home. Pew. Smart. Pew, pew, pew. Safe. <laughs> so as I was flipping through Craigslist, uh, there's different sections. And I got bored of the the lawnmower section and the barbecue section. Because mm. I thought maybe I'll get to use barbecue. Because who cares if yeah. someone's used it, right? Well, I mean, Lamar tried to give you a barbecue. Oh, my God. Yeah. So don't get to use barbecue, please. Yeah, that one was a... I'm glad we didn't go down severely... that route. So have we told them that story? No, but I don't want to tell that story. I want to tell that story. Okay, but Lamar, you can you can chew me out, call me, talk shit. I don't care. So <laughs> years ago, um, Lamar tried to give Sean his barbecue, like a full a full a size barbecue. barbecue, and it was very nice. I liked that barbecue. And Sean quite a was bit. like so suspicious because there was no reason for Lamar to get rid of it. He like just he, said he was going to upgrade it. Yeah, and and Sean's like, what happened to it? Like why why are you just going to give it to me? He's like, well, I just want to upgrade, buddy. Like you just take it. I just need to get rid of it so you can take it. And Sean's like, hmm. And did you just know you're like what's no i i pressed him i was like why would you give me the barbecue it's only like three summers old yeah it's four like summers brand old. new it was stainless it was nice looking or had that look of a stainless steel barbecue mm -hmm. you know turns out in the winter there was a possum and its family little possumitos had, um, had possum babies in the barbecue right and he called the uh, uh pet control mm -hmm. and Pest he said hey guys um yeah. <laughs> i found a Please come and take them. A possum in my barbecue. Because he went to open up to use it and they're like. <laughs> and he was like. ah. Yeah, they've got like this row of you, teeth. If you like haven't a seen a possum, they're terrifying. It's not the prettiest looking animal. No. I know people have pets on Instagram and stuff, but mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. So this possum was there and it hissed at Lamar and tried to scratch kind of. Yeah, and know, he promptly shut. Shut the barbecue, the barbecue lid and he called the, the pest control and they said, well. We or animal control. Yeah, we can't do anything for you. Uh, they'll Why? Just, they'll leave. And he's like, But yeah, I have but a barbecue. I, like, I want my barbecue to work, you know? Yeah. And so, unfortunately. So he cooked them. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. The end. Yeah, he, he, the end. he torched the family of, uh, which. That's why I didn't want to tell the story. It's horrific. And I don't think people should hear this. <laughs> do you want me to cut it out? I don't know. You it's can pretty cut bad. It out. Okay, you can cut it out. So I looked in, uh, you know, there's a hierarchy of, of sections that I look through, musical instruments, and then I get to aviation. Now, aviation is a rando. You know, Why would you 
think that you're going to buy an airplane since you don't even know how to fly. Exactly. But it's fun to look, you know. And who's selling an airplane on Craigslist? Funny you should ask. I came across. Don't they go through like actual real sellers? Well, that's it. Like, so. Like, what am I going to buy? Like now, a $5 million or 100 and whatever million. How much is it for? A, is it a Gulf Stream? Is that what those are called? The oh, fancy yeah, the, planes? The, the, G, the G wagon of the sky. Like how much are those? It depends on which one you get. You know? Jesus Christ. But there is a variety of airplanes. There's like the flying Volkswagen, which is like a Cessna. You know, it's like a little small engine. It's the loud one that flies to the air. I've been in one of like a little one. Yeah, they're terrifying. I don't like those little planes. Oh, I mean, as a kid, I was so excited because my friend Jenna's dad had one and he flew or he at least had his pilot's license and had the ability to rent a plane or something. I don't know. But right. we went up for her birthday. Oh, that's like, cool. Wow. It's so expensive, though, to get your hours. And I have no idea. I would love to do it, but, you know. That's the only person I've ever known that flies a plane. Right. So I guess Joe, that's a lie. They had, don't be offended, Joe. I know the Cessna, they had a couple of like, oh, get yourself a headset for an airplane. The Mm -hmm. aviation, I was like, that's kind of cool. Maybe I'll just get the headset, you know, and pretend I'll just sit in front of the TV and pretend to fly a plane or Mm. something. But then the next photo, so there's a Cessna, a headset, and then this. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. On Craigslist, I found. I mean, it depends if you if you're defending a nation. <laughs> uh, Twenty million dollars doesn't seem that expensive. It is a 1989 McDonnell Douglas F-15 Strike Eagle. Jesus Christ! I like the Strike Eagle part of the name. That really sold me. So here's. Oh, uh, that really sold. So you're gonna buy it? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna make an offer because. <laughs> I'll give you one one hundredth of what you're asking. <laughs> Maybe we could go fractional ownership. I'm thinking, you know. Um, I just want to take some photos sitting in the cockpit here or something. But here's the ad. And this really got me. 1989 McDonnell Douglas F-15 Strike Eagle. Low time. Always garage kept. Never shot. No hangar accidents. But my wife did hork up birria tacos in the back seat on her first ride, which doesn't actually smell that bad considering how much sangria she had mixed with it as well. You will barely notice at altitude. The missiles and FLIR laser. Did you write this? Is this a joke? No. Targeting pod are not for sale, so you can't buy the missiles. Missiles. <laughs> Shit. Could probably get those. This in the has got to be a joke. Did you find this as a joke? Um, they're not a- for sale, uh, but we do have a pair of unused drop tanks that I could throw in. So that's cool. I don't know what those are, but I guess you drop tanks. Uh, a long list of other upgrades, as well as including Bluetooth GPS stereo that plays to the headsets and new oxygen tanks, which is good because. You know, um, the tires and brakes are only a few months old and the Vulcan cannon has been removed, but the trigger on the main flight stick still works and the stereo plays machine gun noises and records your hits for unsuspecting SWA 737s. I like to buzz on approach coming in and out of Austin. The top speed is 1,650 miles per hour to speed. Is this a joke? At altitude, but I never took it over Mach 1.5 and the paint still looks like new with only a few chips, which I think is pretty cool. So it's a 1989, but it's in great shape. Uh, it has an extended warranty. That's good because the parts are probably pretty expensive. Uh, and that is transferable, so you don't have to worry about those annoying calls. They're asking $20 million and open to trades, accepting any reasonable offers. No lowballing. I know what I have. We'll trade for six sheets of plywood. <laughs> we'll trade for six sheets of plywood and 2,000 rounds of 9 millimeter. Dave. I think that's a lie. <laughs> no. Why would he put the ad on Craigslist if it's... I think you made it up. No, I didn't. Look, this is on Craigslist. Oh. 
I, I think it's I, a joke. Oh, okay. Well, well, don't you think? Yeah. In other news, Bill Cosby got out of jail. No, no, so. I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about the fact that that you wrote that. I, I didn't write that. That's a Craigslist ad. It's got to be a joke. I'm yes, of course. Because saying his wife threw up and you won't like somebody got high and had a really funny time putting yeah. that together. I think that Craigslist. So going back to this is. I think that people are testing out their writing skills of mm -hmm. you know, they use it as a joke medium sometimes and you come across i appreciate whoever did that whoever took stole a photo from the internet of a fighter jet and then and tried to sell that it they have it for 20 million dollars yeah. and then they said they'd trade for six sheets of plywood it's a good deal actually plywood's pretty expensive yeah lumber prices are through the roof yeah well anyways that's our segment on craigslist <laughs> and uh yeah. all i found was a dresser and a nightstand with so. the, yeah but that's all it was real wood the dresser and nightstand so well, it's probably least, yeah. halfway there to the 20 million dollar jet <laughs> it's possible yeah getting closer every day can i read some people's letters <sighs> yeah yeah is there absolutely. more on your list of in your journals no well i just said bill cosby is a putz and that's all i have to say about he's it he's a loser yeah and he belongs loser. in prison yeah no he's out no nah, he's a can they retry him not for that i don't think but um it's pretty fucked yeah yeah, it is. It was a shitty deal that I think the DA made. Shame. Um, shame on Total him. shame. But you know what? Uh, I believe in karma. And um, I also believe Bill Cosby's guilty. But anyways, mm -hmm. let's just move on because that's just, that's my doom and gloom. Okay. Bill Cosby grinds my gears. Let me open. I want to read. All right. Let me find you the pains that don't matter. Adder, adder. Letters <laughs> from the audience. Because from... we have to catch up. We're behind. Yep uh wow are we ever topo chico is made in monterey Mex mexico okay i didn't know go. there was May a monterey 10th. mexico okay hey, hope you guys uh didn't um turn the podcast off while i was reading that ad i just thought it was fascinating that that somebody would take the time to write that i mean it's it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous and i think yeah i think i mean that's all i have to say about it I, th oh. I think it's all a joke. Yeah, I hope it's a joke. I hope somebody doesn't have a, a jet for sale. I could imagine that happening in Russia, though, once the uh, the fall of communism happened. When the USSR broke up, I bet you the Craigslist in Russia was full of all sorts of military stuff. Like, ooh, you know, you could get your hands on all sorts of goodies. Oh, I'd assume so. So we had um, David Redacted who did the census map. Ah. Is that, do I need to read that at all or you just already used it? Yeah, That's this good. is actually interesting. Um, it's inside of the uh, the forum. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's a funny letter. Can I read a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. This is from David Redacted. It says, Dear Sean, Katie, and the OTDM universe, I've attached a link to the OTDM world census map of where all the correspondents are from. We didn't get as many people participating in the census as I'd hoped. So if you still want to be counted, please fill out our census form. We will link in the description. When I submitted this information to the U.S. Census Bureau, they rejected the application for OTDM to become a state or territory. So Very rude. Very short-sighted of them. So rude. You know what? That's fine. We'll make our own country with blackjack and hookers and a well-run <laughs> healthcare system. Amen. 10 out of 10. It's a Herculean task to accomplish, I know, but I know a thing or two about leadership. I watched the West Wing, House of Cards, and the BBC series, not the other one. Oh, House of Cards, the BBC series, not the other one. Uh, I okay, see. Okay. 
I know how things run. You sure do. So if you allow me, I would like to become the prime minister of OTDM land or whatever we call it. I'll leave it up to the sure, voters. Sure, we got to blame the, the screw-ups on somebody. David, you do it. My first piece of business is declaring the guitar the office musical instrument of our new country. Oh, I like that. Coffee, the official drink, and Canadian Nights is the official novel. I like where this is going. I will start working on a trade deal with Albania and men fences with Iceland, Sean. <laughs> I mean... We're getting a prime minister and a foreign minister all in one. This is fantastic. I'm so excited. Of course, every head of government needs to report to the head of state. Sean can be the governor general and Katie can be the queen or vice versa. I don't know. You guys can figure it out. I humbly look forward to your response. Sincerely yours, the soon to be right honorable David Redacted, prime minister of OTDM land. Duly elected. I, He's I think, our prime minister. Yeah. I like it. I appreciate it. New title. Here, here. Here, here. We voted. It's happening. <laughs> That just cracks Any, me up. Anyone say no? Yeah. Moving on. Motion approved. Yeah. All in favor say aye. Aye. Approved. Okay. <laughs> okay. It also comes with a company car, which I think is pretty cool, dude. Ooh. No. It comes with a company jet. Yeah, there's that a company fighter jet. jet. A 1989 the... McDonald Tomcat uh, something F-16-18. With... You don't get guns. so Nighthawk? Nighthawk. What was it called? Or, I don't know. Jeez Louise, you, you were so excited, but you don't even remember. Well, because okay. it's, I don't think it's real. But somebody but. ralphed in the back, so <laughs> it's been used. <laughs> okay, we have a letter from Jeff, and it is entitled Bicycle Story. I like I want to ride my bicycle. I like to ride <clears throat> my bike. One of us sings high. I like to ride my bicycle. I like to ride it when I that was one of my oh, favorite nice. songs so funny do you guys know that jam if not look it up the bike is it just called the bicycle song or bicycle is that queen right yeah ride my bicycle a little too operatic for me but what amazing voice yeah i always enjoy i know it. there's a concert we may have talked about this uh you can catch it on probably youtube but it's queen Live from Montreal. Oh yeah, in yeah. Like we watched part of it. Yeah, it's amazing. He's so I mean, good. He's smoking cigarettes, drinking it's booze. Crazy. And, and his mustache is amazing. Yeah, it was a mustachio. Huh? Quite the mustachio. Yeah. Okay, back into Jeff's letter. Okay. He likes to ride his bicycle. It says howdy, howdy do. Let me start with how enjoyable your podcast is. Oh, I'm glad, Jeff. Thank you. I've enjoyed how it, it feels like hanging out with friends. So I thought I would share a bike story that still <laughs> that still makes me laugh to this day. And I hope others find the humor in it. I like how even reading that made me laugh, even though I don't. But I'm excited. So I already kind of, I'm just like jumping right in. I grew up about an hour south of Chicago. Chicago. When I was a kid, it was country and farms. Not anymore. Completely developed. I know. Things are crazy like that. Like even um, outside of Austin, there's so much building going on. If you just drive in the rural areas, like up towards Georgetown or down towards like Manshack and stuff. <clears throat> develop, develop, develop. Crazy. Okay. I lived along a river and my friend Mike and I would ride bikes and play on the trails along the river. One afternoon, mid-spring, it was beautiful weather after heavy rains and we rode our bikes around the muddy trails. That's fun. We even stopped and did the usual exploring for critters or cool rocks or interesting things that might have washed in from a flood. This day, for whatever reason, we had a mud ball fight. Oh, which I can say I won easily. For he was the only one with mud on him. Wow, that was good. I was as clean as I was when I got there, except for my shoes. Once Mike had surrendered in mud, <laughs> in mud feet, 
We jumped on our bikes and rode some more. But having exhausted the thrills of the wood for the day, we found our way to one of the only subdivisions close to us. It was really just a mile-long row of very fancy houses on a private lake and had a private road, which we rode our bikes on as it ran parallel to the busy road. Smart. No one bothered us because it was safer, and this was the early 90s, so helmets were not really a thing for us. I know I didn't grow up wearing a helmet all the time either. No. Good thing I didn't. I turned out just fine. Smack my (laughs) noggin. Right? I don't think I've ever had a concussion. I mean, knock on wood, but never. Have you? Oh, yeah. I've been concussed. Oh, oh, no. (laughs) You had your bell rung, as they say? Yes. Okay. Like I said, we are now riding on this private road, so no cars. And we had just been in the woods having a mud ball fight. And Mike is covered in mud. So much so, like he got (laughs) tired in the woods and laid on the ground and covered himself with a mud blanket. (laughs) You're ruthless. Like I said, I won. <laughs> yeah, apparently. You did, Jeff. As Not just one mud ball, but you covered your buddy. That's in, fun, yeah. though. I mean, it's fun if you don't care about getting dirty. Yeah. Mud I wonder how fight. his buddy felt about it. Dirty. As we rode along as fast as we could go, I looked down at my feet and saw all the mud caked on the bottom and sides of my shoes. And a brilliant idea came to me. I lifted my right foot off my pedal ever so gently and moved it next to the front tire. <laughs> I was like, as he said, he thought of something to do. I was like, he's going to try to get it off with the, with the wheel. Yeah. Or with the, what's it called? The things. The tread? No, there's the wheel and then the things, the, the, the little spokes? metal spokes. That's the word. Okay. I think he's trying to get it off with the spokes. Again, we were going as fast as we could, maybe 15 miles an hour at this point, and my shoe and tire touch with the slightest friction, and mud is flying off everywhere. <laughs> and it was making a fun noise, not unlike a card in the spokes or something. That worked better than I had hoped and didn't expect the added rubber on rubber noises. So, of course, I did my left foot next um, to my same thrill, Mike being the one upper. <clears throat> He always um, decided he better, or he decided he better do the same thing that I just did. But instead of gently, hardly, barely touching his shoe to the side of his tire, he crammed his foot against the tire at top speed and his foot was pulled up into the front fork and his bike went from 15 miles per hour to zero instantly. (laughs) Oh no. His body, however, still had the same momentum. Front tires completely stopped. Now his body's becoming airborne as he's taking flight over the handlebars and the back tire is going up and over the front wheel. I know a thing or two That's about that. That's the stuff you can't do as an adult because you won't survive. You Maybe, know, as a yeah. kid, you're going to... Bounce back? Yeah, be in a cast for yeah. the summer or something. But okay, go on. Okay. <laughs> I know the events took only a second or two, but as I watched, it was in slow motion and it was really amazing. <laughs> His bike is now in the upside, handle, upside handlebars backwards heap off to the side a bit and he is flying arms straight out superman pose but gravity is starting to become a factor as he's in a down the downward part of his flight path <laughs> <laughs> this is well written i like it his chest lands first and his arms are still out straight in front of him oh jeez i love his arms are straight out Probably the only reason, oh, probably the only reason that he didn't break them. His arms clear straight out. His first contact with the ground, with the speed he was going, his legs and feet are now trying to pass over him to win the race. And he looks like he's trying to do a backward somersault. Mike is bouncing down the road on his chest, trying not to let his feet go over his head. And to accomplish this, he is what I can can only be described as swimming on land. (laughs) Mike is doggy paddling on the asphalt road to keep his legs behind him, sliding on his chest and what he doesn't know is where I am during this entire ordeal. 
and right behind him, brakes locked up skidding to avoid his bike in a heap in the road and trying not to wipe myself out. Now I know where I'm about to find my bike stopped and can't do anything about it. Mike is just about to complete stop and I am skidding right between his legs. The poor guy turned into a bike rack. No. Uh, to add insult to injury. <laughs> I stopped against his butt. Now I know I know he's hurt. Road rash may be bruised and really embarrassed. After watching this and pulling my front tire out of his butt crack, I start laughing so hard. I'm out of breath. And this didn't help the fragile ego. Mike is mad that I'm laughing at what at what I just got to watch. And I understand, but my whole life I laugh at stuff like this and I just can't help it. <laughs> I did help him up. We checked the bike for damage first, as you do. And then we checked him. Road rash on his hands and chest and knees. We get back on our bikes and I'm still laughing and he is still ego bruised. And that's when I think it's a good timing. It's good timing to ask, hey, man, do you need some Band-Aids or something? Because we're right in front of Samantha's house and she watched the whole thing. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Mike now turned towards the houses to see that we are, in fact, right in front of Samantha's house, a girl that he had a huge crush on. And she indeed did just watch him shove his foot into his tire and wreck and have another bike parked inside of him. (laughs) Hi, Samantha. Hi. (laughs) That shade of red he turned, I have never seen again. Well, this is one of my bicycle stories, and I hope others can see why I have always enjoyed it. He didn't want to talk to Samantha that day, and we got on our bikes and rode away. Don't feel bad for Mike. Like I said, he was a one-upper, and it never got any better. The stories of how he hurts himself trying to be... Um, trying to one-up others does get better though. Although we did grow apart, he did provide plenty of interesting times. How many people do you know that have multiple stories of them running into parked cars? Not in another car, on foot. (laughs) Man, those were the days. Thanks for letting me share, Jeff. Oh my God, Jeff. Jeff, send in more uh, one-upper Mike stories. These are great. Those are good. This Mike person sounds uh, hilarious. Yeah, good fodder for our community. Right? I wonder if Mike secretly listens as well. Wouldn't that be strange? Wouldn't that take out an ad in Craigslist? Oh my God, that would be hilarious. I would die. I would die and go to heaven. Old friends reconnect over a terrible podcast. (laughs) It's good. Okay, I'm excited about this next letter. It's from Carly. Ah. And it is entitled UK Slang Northern Edition. Ooh, Northern Edition. Northern Edition. Because we just did. uh, Sue gave us uh, uh, London was it London? I think it was just UK. No. Britain? London? I don't know. You know, like the uh, well, we had Cockney El- slang? or Ellison gave us the Utah. No, but we did. Uh, Remember? She's she's a Cockney Mo- Molly Mormon. Cockney rhyming, I think was the last oh, one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was in the last episode. Mm. Mm-hmm. So now we have the Northern Edition. Okay, so here we go. It says, hey there, Katie and Sean. Sean or Sean and Katie, whichever. After finishing the latest episode of Opinions That Don't Matter, I thought I would join in and share with you both and the community some of the slang from my neck of the woods. I'm very excited about this. Firstly, let me introduce myself. My name is Carly, and I'm turning 27 in June and have been listening to OTDM from the start. Oh. We got an OG listener. Whoop, whoop. I was born in the south of England in a town called Cambridge, stereotypically posh, but moved up to the north of England near Newcastle when I was very young due to my parents' divorce. And in total, I have moved nine times. I have plenty of experience moving and many stories, however, but that is not why I'm here. But I am happy. I would love to hear your moving stories if any of them are funny and ridiculous. But 
in episode 65, a fellow Brit slash community member in the, by the name of Keely shared some UK slang. And it really tickled me. Remember, she sent us the speak pipes. Yes. Tickled me listening to you both trying to guess the meanings. Let me tell you, there were a few that I didn't know. So the saying, you learn something new every day, applies to OTDM too. Yay. I love it. So educational. Oh, this is definitely... You can get CEUs mm. uh, by listening to this. But for what licensure? Well, uh, you know, um, license uh, for for maintaining lawn care devices. Mm. Uh, you know, dad jokes, things mm -hmm. of this nature. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. CEUs, perfect. Okay, so I thought, as a southerner who has lived in the north for a majority of her life, I would contribute some northern UK words for you, and hopefully they aren't too tricky for you both. So here goes nothing. Number one. Mint. Perfect. Yeah, like good, like it's in mint condition. Right. Maybe. I don't Number know. Number two. Ooh, yem, Y-E-M. Yum. Yem. Tasty. Would it be like them, like yem's good, like it'd be like a, like a lazy way of saying them. Like a pirate Or talks? like you all, like y'all, yem. Y'all, I don't know. I don't know. Number three, shattered, really bummed out, like I'm shattered. Okay, happened. yeah. That would be my guess. Number four, creased. Messy? Sharp? Maybe. Creased. How would you use it in a sentence? I, I creased know. my pants. <laughs> 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 what? No, you do. You crease your pants when you when you use an iron. When you put when a you, crease in them. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Number five is nebby. Well, but to be nebbish, isn't that like... Uh, nerdy? Yeah, nerdy or like... Geeky? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe boring. Some have written uh, Apple it? reviews calling us nebbish. <gasps> mm -hmm. Rude. Mm -hmm. I think it's a... Uh, a compliment. I take it as a compliment. Somebody gave us, said we're nebbish? Yeah. What does that even mean? Well, we're yeah. about to learn. Let's stay focused. Number six, buddy. B-U-T-T-Y, not D. Buddy. I don't know what that is. Um, Beauty? No. Buddy. Maybe like you're buttoning into your business, like you're, you're snooping. Oh, okay. Maybe. That's good. That's good. Uh, maybe you're nosy. Seven, canny. It's like uncanny. uncanny. I know or canny. uncanny. It's a look canny. C-A-N-N-Y. Oh, I don't know. It's believable. <laughs> Number eight, buzzing. Does oh, that yeah. mean like full of energy? Yeah, filled with yeah. Energy, maybe like buzzing about. Like right, you're running right. around the house, like doing a bunch of stuff. Okay, last two, I don't know. Nine is yonks. Yonks. Y-O-N-K-S. Like, like an exclamation mark? No, there's no exclamation point. It just says oh. yonks. Yonks. I don't know. What do you think? There, I don't know how to use it in a sentence, so I know I'm at a loss. Never uh, heard it before. I don't know that one's a I didn't know those letters pass. could be arranged I that need, way. I need to call uh, what use one of your what's it called? Lifeline, lifeline. And number 10 is twonk, twonk, twonk. It's like two with a k at the end, t w o k, tuk, twonk. Don't know if someone used those words, I would uh, I'd be hard pressed to say that they're speaking English. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. I do and speak English, just not this just like, not gutter this. dialect they seem to have picked up in the northern. <laughs> I learned it from a book. <laughs> okay. And probably the most infamous northern English words, way a. Huh? Way a. W-H-E-Y-A-Y-E, exclamation point. Way a. Way hey. No, we're supposed to, it says extra points for the best Geordie accent. So try. <laughs> I don't even know what a Geordie is. I'm just, you got to play along. We're playing a game. That's why way said, <laughs> That's not a Geordie accent. That's why I said, way a. <laughs> What are they? Uh, okay. Are we ready? Australian now, Katie? Maybe. You got to play along. Okay. 
I, I don't have it. <laughs> All right. I don't even know what a Geordie sounds Pretend like. Pretend you're British. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So no cheating. I'll pop the answers below. Okay. As a finishing note, I just want to say huge thanks for creating such a fun podcast. It never fails to make me chuckle and keep me going while I'm at work. I work on a farm with horses. Oh, I'm so jealous. That's a and better OTDM job than we have. makes the grueling part of the job a lot easier. Cool. A couple of my personal favorite OTDM highlights are the introduction to the cat video, as I fondly call it, the butthole cat. She's uh, Sue's penguin fiasco. And more recently, asshole bay. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, it was like the funniest names for places, like streets. Because when we were looking in Austin, there's a street called Nutty Brown Road. And we were like, we can't live off of that road. No, it's a hard pass. Take a left on Nutty Brown. Nope, it's going to be a pass for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, keep the hilarity coming my way. We will do our best. Many COVID-free hugs from your posh Northern Brit Carly. Okay, answers. Mint is awesome. This song is absolutely mint. Okay. okay. I could see that. Yeah. Oh, yem. We were way off. Yem means home. I'm going yem. I'm going okay. yem. I don't know. Shattered is tired. We were, we just said like disappointed and like hmm. devastated, but tired. I'm absolutely shattered. Creased. Seems a little extreme. Oh my God. Creased. LOL. It's, it's laugh my ass off for LOL. LMAO. Oh. This meme ha got me creased. Wow. Hmm. I that's, wonder what the root of that is. That's Maybe you're, you're folding over laughing. Oh, I thought I was right, but I'm not. Yeah. Nebby. Maybe creased. Yeah. Maybe. That's a good one. I got a lot of creases when I bend over. <laughs> nebby is nosy. Oh. Don't be so nebby. Hmm. What did I think was nosy? It was another one. Buddy. Like you're buttoning in mm. or something. But buddy is sandwich. Do you want sauce on your buddy? Sounds a little personal <laughs> number seven is canny uh it means good oh. she's done canny we did not do well at all i would not be able to get like you think you speak english but then you go to northern england and they'd look at you like you're not speaking english you know? yeah i mean and i'm sure they come here and they're like what the fuck does that mean you know right I mean? right okay um number eight buzzing we were right excited or ecstatic i'm buzzing i mean we said like energized and buzzing around but i think it's the same i think that we got that one pretty pretty well number nine is yonks oh ages i've been waiting for yonks what does this mean you guys we're, we're <laughs> dying here number 10 the last one is twalk or yeah. the two with the k take steal or borrow may i twalk that pen wow hmm. interesting hmm, that's fun and lastly Way a yes. Well, yes. Way a I'll it'll be all right. Way a <laughs> the dingo ate Katie's baby. Um, yeah, that's not English. <laughs> that's that's all I got to say. Hey, I love people from England. I don't understand them half the time. Oh and the further God. you go from the city center, the harder. It is. We were watching uh, American Werewolf in London. The oh other my day. God! I that, thought it was fantastic, but when film. they went to the pub. I had no idea what the people were saying. No, it was really hard to understand. Because they're in the countryside, and th that's a that's a different type well, of remember English. Remember, we even went to Scotland. Oh yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah, Sarah, wonderful member of our community, brought us to Scotland to Elgin, which is beautiful, and I really want to go back. But I remember because people, it's I love being in small towns. I have to be honest, anywhere in the world, because you were love. born in a small town. But I just love it because you get to meet everybody and it's not so bustly there's not a ton of things to do so you get time to like 
get to know people. And when we were in Elgin, oh, it's just so beautiful. But Sarah, we'd met her parents and got to chat with her and her brother. And like, we're just chatting with people. And then we met her grandfather. And immediately, so she, we're in like this, it's like a an evening event to like meet and greet everybody. And I had to give a little talk about, I think it was building confidence. I don't right. even remember. But so I'd already done that. And we're just like chitty chatting. Everybody's, you know, having some food and stuff. And she turns around and she sees her grandpa talking to us and she immediately runs over. She's like, <gasps> and she's like, I'm so sorry at Papa. Like, cause I couldn't understand a word he was saying, but he was so friendly and he like was super nice. Just the body language. I uh, felt like a, a, a real heel because yeah, I, I didn't I, understand what he was saying. I didn't saying. want to be rude. So no. we were just like, <laughs> I listened and I, and, <laughs> like, but then he asked a question at the end of his, yeah. Uh, at the end, you know, Sarah helped us. Yeah, and I was like, "Wow, it's, like it's amazing to, to think that." Um, I had no idea what he was saying. I felt amazing. so bad. I'd pick out like one out of every ten words. I bet your ear becomes accustomed to it, and you tune in. Like we joke around on this podcast, you know. We're, yeah, I, I'm just making fun when I say, "Oh, that's not English." But I, I would assume that once you're in a community, and once your your ear tunes into what what's happening, like with the pronunciation. Yeah. Well, it's even like. Uh, parents with children like little kids when they're right. learning to talk they understand their language because they're still learning language i'm not comparing like <laughs> scott <laughs> scotland and scottish people to children but i'm just saying that you get used to how people sound and right. what the dialect is and you learn because he she did say i think he spoke gaelic somewhat yeah and so he, she was really worried because she's like i you I, you don't understand what gaelic and, and like i'd even looked up some phrases and i was like no i absolutely don't understand gaelic <laughs> yeah but what lovely people i can't wait to go back yep love it yeah i i wish uh hmm, if you're uh somewhere that's speaking english mm -hmm. and it may be a harder english for us to comprehend send in a speak pipe um <gasps> with with the the message and like, we'll try to get but don't make it too long yeah like if you're in newfoundland newfoundland is yeah they're it's like they're irish meets pretty thick accent it's pretty intense yeah it's good i like it and they have funny little sayings too. Like, what's the one that like, who you been, where you see? What's the word? Oh, uh, where you at? What do you, what do you two? What do you two? Yeah, it's interesting. Eyes the bayou buys the boat, and eyes the bayou sails her. I don't know something like that. They're probably newfies are probably offended right now. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. They're such nice people, though. I, I, I mean, all the ones that we know have been fun-loving, good time people. Yep. So. Okay. Okay, we have. Um, ooh, we have a letter from Molly. Hello, Molly. Molly's the best. Okay. And her letter is entitled That Southern Twang and Auto Ants Accidents, Y'all. Cool. I think I feel like I need to say it again. Like that Southern Twang and Auto Accidents, Y'all. I can do that pretty well, I think. It's pretty good. <clears throat> I bet you someone in Scotland would be like, I don't understand what you just said. Right? You make no sense. Totally. Like someone in Scotland sp speaks Gaelic, talks to someone from Louisiana. I bet you they'd understand each other perfectly. <laughs> you like, it's Finally, like, someone gets it. It's like twins when they're born and they speak weird twin language. Where they're right. like, and the other one's like, blah, 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 blah. and you as the adult are like, what is happening? <laughs> okay. Molly says, hi, Katie, Sean, and the OTDM family. Hey, Molly. So I hope your move is going smoothly. Smooth move, x -lax. And you are adapting to the Texan lifestyle. I bet you both have already adopted a new accent and some new slang to share with us. No, but I did go shopping for a shirt. I, I kind of want to fit in, right? I don't want to look like a... I, I'm. By the I, way, everybody looks just like us. <laughs> well, this is true. But I, I don't want to walk around in my board shorts like I'm in, in 
Southern Santa California, Monica, right? <laughs> so I thought that I would have to get, you know, spiffy or dress differently for Texans. Yeah, and but... so I, I looked for button snap pearl Western shirts. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I looked at cowboy boots. But I thought it. We do see some people with cowboy boots, and I like it. It reminds me growing up at home. My yeah. dad wore cowboy boots. I mean, I could be at least two inches taller wearing cowboy boots. You could. You could be like George wearing those big boots. Yeah. Get you some Timberlands. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool <laughs> to be a little taller. Timberlands are more like. Get some snakeskin boots. I think Timberlands are more like. I grew up in New York where or the East Coast, whereas cowboy boots right. are like, you know, what my dad wore. I wonder if people would <laughs> snicker at me. I wonder if you'd have to learn how to walk in cowboy boots. I would not get spurs. That would be pushing it. <laughs> hey, did you see that guy who just got out of the Mazda? He's wearing spurs. What an asshole. <laughs> He's you taking got, it a little too far. got chaps on, but there's no horse in sight. <laughs> just chaps. Nothing else. <laughs> Uh, he's a Montreal cowboy. Oh my God. That, remember Son in Law with Polly Shore when he puts on the chaps with nothing uh-uh. else? His butt cheeks. Oh no. my God. I, I really like Polly Shore. I, think I still it's do. Son in Law. Oh my God. I just had this visual. <laughs> you know, in films, when they start like low and then they pan up, like I imagine like the car pulling up and it's like quiet because it's like a brand new car. Park. And then the door opens and out pops your foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She makes like the metal noise clink. Yeah. And then you're like, you saddle up. Saddle up. <laughs> Walking wide-legged like you just got off a horse. Me, I mean. uh, because I don't even think you know how to ride a horse. <laughs> I could learn. But you could get cowboy boots. A lot of people wear them here. Yep. I will tell you this, at least in my experience. Snake tonight, skin though, right? I want whatever you want. But um, Rattlesnake. Okay, sure. Those are very, rattlesnake skin's very pretty. Are there rattlesnakes here? Yeah. No. They yeah. were in California. I know that. I'd assume they're out. Like we might be. I know they like deserty, a little drier than here. I'd assume. So One maybe, time I got a phone call from Sean Nichols, uh-huh. and uh, Sean Nichols says, "Hey, uh, buddy, I'm at work right now, but if you could stop by my parents' house, um, he goes, I would do it. But you know, I'm at, I'm work, at work, and and I know that you got the day off. If you could stop by my parents' house, my mom uh, found a giant rattlesnake in the yard, and I was like, Why am I the guy you call, <laughs> buddy? I'd love to, but." <laughs> I got this cough and I, <clears throat> I you know, you're going to have to take care of that yourself. And uh, so he, he went home and, you know, after work and you didn't, you were like, I can't, I'm not going to go do battle with a, a rattlesnake. Huge rattle. It's huge. He wasn't a very good salesman. No. He just said, my mom thought she saw a rattlesnake. Can you go over there and just talk to her and see what's it's going on? It's probably just and, a garden snake, you know, or whatever. Yeah, like go check it out. And if it's Is there, it a garter snake or garden snake, I always thought it was a garden snake. Yeah. I think maybe they're two or different gardener types. Gardener snake. But I thought garter snake. Oh, God. See, you don't want me. I don't even know anything about snakes, really. You know? Also, rattlesnakes are scary. <laughs> I know. I was like, but, you know, if you do kill it, you could get yourself at least one boot, right? How many rattlesnakes does it take to make a pair of rattlesnake know. boots? I have no idea. Is that cruel? Maybe we get faux rattlesnake. You get, you get the faux. Frattle. Frattle snake. Random thing. My old friend Meredith from college had a friend, because Pepperdine was filled with a lot of weird people who came from money. And one of her friends parents like did exotic whatever stuff for like purses boots uh oh like crocodile or yeah and all sorts of crazy stuff and i was like there's a huge market for that i mean my naivete was like i was always like what i had no idea and i was like people actually how much was that and she's like oh that's 800 dollars." and broke ass me is like are you fucking kidding me that's like that's like two mortgage payment you know i was like what <clears throat> so anyway she talked about this person and and how 
I mean, they were like crazy wealthy because people buy this shit. And she showed me the most beautiful wallet that I've ever seen made out of rattlesnake. And it was black. I think it was rattlesnake. Maybe it's a different type of snake, but it was black and it had like a a jeweled white looking bit in it. And it was Ooh. shiny kind of looking. You mean the skin Maybe. had a, a yeah, jewel? It had like, it was like in a stripe it. in it? Yeah. <gasps> and it was really beautiful. And she was like, yeah, I, I asked my mom for Southern this for Mamba. my birthday. I don't know. But anyways, a, an exotic skin thing. And it was a snake. And I was like, oh, I just, you know, I felt bad even then, but it was beautiful. I was like, yeah. wow. I don't I think guess. people have a problem killing lizards for, for their hide. But, you know, if you were making, uh, I don't know, uh, wallets out of baby baby seals, that'd probably be That's offensive. pretty terrible. Yeah. But like if it's a crocodile, people are like, yeah, who cares? You know? I mean, maybe. I feel bad for them. I, I don't think you should. I still feel bad for them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think you should do that. They're also like dinosaurs, but they also terrify me. And, I and they're huge, right? They're like huge. sometimes they're like 20 feet long and on a golf course. Oh my God, this What's lady. What's with Florida? The, what is this, the deal? This lady, I think they're from Louisiana. They weren't from Florida, but the comments on TikTok kill me because it was like, wow, you're so Florida. Your husband's so Florida. So this woman is at a golf course, you guys, with her husband. Yes. And he's on the phone. And she's filming because he, or no, they're not at a golf course. That's a lie because he's fishing. So they're on like, but it looks very well manicured and they're in a little golf cart. So I don't know if there's like a little area at their park. Or well, something. just because they're dinosaurs doesn't mean they don't want to hang out in nice places. But maybe where they lived, they could drive their golf cart over to the fishing hole. I don't know. But they had a golf cart and he was fishing. And as he pulled the fish up and he's on the phone and he got a fish, he's like, and he flung it out. The fish landed by her feet and he was like, honey, pull it off of the, the thing, you know, the hook. And as she reaches down, a crocodile comes out, or or an alligator, I don't fucking know the difference, comes out of the water to a eat the fish. And she pulls the hook off and throws the fish to it and runs. Ah! She doesn't. She barely screams, doesn't make any noise because her husband's on the phone, right? Barely makes any noise. And you see her get behind the golf cart in the shield. And she's like, fucking living, just go away and take the goddamn fit. And it does, it bites the fish, eats it and pulls it back in the water and goes away. And her husband's still on the phone, like as if nothing's happening. And the comments were all like, y'all florida people are crazy or like he's so florida didn't even get off the phone or i love how she didn't even shout because he's on the phone probably sees crocodiles every day uh, it, like, it amazes what? me i've never seen one of these things right like the biggest i've seen is a a lizard when we're in the caribbean so a good size lizard but i've never seen a crocodile oh, or an alligator i've no. seen him in florida with my parents when we did the the like the boat where you it's like a, a fan boat yeah we did the fan boat thing right. and you have to have goggles because there's like bugs and stuff that'd be awesome to have a fan boat it's but it's fun and then you stop and they showed us like baby alligators oh <clears throat> but then the mama came and she was not happy yeah obviously um i saw like, footage once in a zoo right or not a zoo like not a petting zoo you don't pet alligators but I mean, nope. maybe you do he was a daredevil <laughs> we called him lefty after, <laughs> but uh no they they had a bunch of them and then the guy from the the zoo or the sanctuary, mm -hmm. his the bit was that he would walk amongst them, you know, because he was real brave. Oh God! Well, but then they well showed, fed. That's it. They showed the footage, and he's like, "Well, first I have to feed them so they're not hungry for me." Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't let's not be stupid. Yeah, but this Yahoo throws chickens into the the the, the pit. And the chickens are alive and i'm like oh and no he, yeah he threw like 30 chickens in there let's it was like stop, a, let's move on next next story that's terrible i know i thought I it was pretty awful about it. I, don't, I like chickens they're awful i know cute. they didn't even take the feathers off or anything i mean it's pretty why'd you gotta tell that story well, that's how he walked among the alligators should have been redacted <laughs> i okay. mean it was on tv <laughs> it was just really strange to see them do that 
terrible. Okay. Sorry, Molly, for that segue, but we're going to go back into her story. It says, um, remember, she said, I bet you already have adopted a new accent and knew some new slang. We got way off topic. Oh, yeah. On many occasions, Sorry, I've been asked if I am from Texas. And while I don't have a strong Southern accent to other North and South Carolinans, I apparently have quite the noticeable twang. I'm, um, Oh, in my talk to residents of the West Coast, every trip that I've taken to California, Vegas, or anywhere that isn't the South, I've been asked, are you from Texas? While my friend's Southern accents are are always noticed as being from the Carolinas. Well, I will be honest, because we have quite a few members of our community from all over the states, and we have quite a few in the Carolinas, those that are born and raised in the Carolinas have a certain sound to the way that they talk. I like it. It's beautiful, but it's a little slower... It's just different than Texan. Texas is, at least from what my knowledge of it, from people that we encounter, Carolina has that kind of talk. Like a that's the accent. Uh, <laughs> West Virginia has a particular accent as well. That that one is that's very particular. Yes, it's choice. Yeah, but um, and te- Texans a little different. Hmm. More like this. It's oh. kind of talking a little draw, just hmm. a little bit. I don't know. Do you guys think it's different? I think it's different. And you can go ahead and laugh at me, Molly. That's perfectly fine. Okay. (laughs) I've even taken quizzes on BuzzFeed and other fun online sites that ask questions about how you would pronounce different words and what different terms mean to you. More than once, the quizzes have told me that I am indeed a Texan. Hmm. (laughs) I've never even been to Texas with the exception of a layover in DFW. And for those who don't know, it's Dallas-Fort Worth. Did my subconscious hear something that I liked and decide that it would adopt that accent? Maybe Who you watched knows? a lot of Dallas, the TV show. Ooh. JR and Bobby Ewing, you know, yeah. you just picked it up. It's possible. Is not is Dallas the the one that's new? There's a new Dallas? Dun, 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 is that what it is? Is that what my mom and Larry were watching? No, they're watching uh, oh, Dynasty. Oh, Dynasty. That, that was there in uh, Georgia. Oh, and there, there was three. Mm. You know, the uh, the triad of 80s Dallas late night. Dynasty? Yes. Was it Triple D? Yeah. Dallas and, uh, Dynasty and what? Hmm. Falcon's Crest. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Those three shows, boy. But I tell you what, there was only one king, and that was J.R. Ewing and Dallas. That was a really good show. I never watched any of these or knew that they existed, really. Dallas is great. Hmm. Okay. So... Maybe I'll get myself, you know what? That would be a good irony t-shirt because, you know, t-shirts get played out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, you, you get that rock and roll starter kit. Like, uh, you know, the yeah, person ACDC doesn't listen to the music, ACDC, yeah. the Guns N' Roses one or Nirvana, you know, these, everyone has these t-shirts, right? They don't know the music, but they got the t-shirts. Well, they might. Maybe they Like do. I have that old Run DMC t-shirt that has a hole in it and I know Run DMC. Yeah. But a good irony t-shirt would be maybe like a J.R. Ewing or... You know, a mm. Dallas shirt or, mm. or Falcon's Crest get really out there, you know. Remember when I tried to buy a Crystal Gale t-shirt? Because mm. I do like Crystal Gale. Brown eyes turn blue. Come on now. But I only could find one on eBay and somebody wanted $300. Oh, yeah. Vintage shirts. Are, and I was like, like you can real... fuck right off. Did you write that to them? I did. I You're a troll. Just said you can fuck. No, who? <laughs> Who even says anything? I just was like, oh, we should write that that's guy on, over my budget. On Craigslist. I was thinking jet. like $30. If you guys find a Crystal Gale t-shirt, I'm a size medium. I will pay you back. I'll send Fenmo. What did Molly say? Okay, Molly, back to I Molly. Feel bad. Says, did my subconscious hear something that I liked and decide that it would adopt the accent? Who knows? If I didn't look so much like my daddy, I wonder if uh, I was adopted and actually born in the Lone Star State, right? You'd be like, who was our milkman? Was he from Texas? 
that's what we used to always joke about when somebody didn't, you know, you think something else about you so different. Like I don't fit in with my family. You're like, who was the milkman? Ah, hmm. <clears throat> oh, the story of my first car accident, the action, the speed, the drama. Hold on tight and fasten your seatbelts. Ha 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 ha. Gah, I'm, I'm punny. That's what she says. My first car accident consisted of my best friend and I backing out of our parking spots at school at the same time, backing Ooh. into each other. <laughs> no damage, no harm, no foul. That's a hilarious. That brings me to this gem of a tale. Oh, back into one of my favorite people, Katie. Oh, sister Katie. Here we go. Katie's got some good stories. Also a great name. Katie's first car accident, like I said, she will always be <clears throat> the more entertaining out of the two of us. Katie, at 14 years old, was out with a friend who was 15 and had her, had her driver's license and her own car. While out and about, Katie convinced her friend that she knew how to drive and was able to talk her friend into letting her get behind the wheel. Very persuasive. I wasn't there, but I imagine Katie convinced her by saying, come on, you'll love it. That's her catchphrase. Having no real idea how to drive, when they came to an intersection that did indeed have a traffic light, Katie failed to stop for a red light and drive, drove right on through. They were hit in the side. Imagine a capital letter T. And Katie's friend's car sailed right over the curb, oh. sidewalk, and into the parking lot of a Chevrolet dealer. No one was hurt. However, three brand new on-the-lot Suburbans were totaled. No kidding. Yikes. That's a costly mistake. Mm-hmm. Other than some parking tickets issued to the owner of the car, there were no further consequences. I have no clue how Katie slipped through the cracks and didn't, um, oh, didn't hear anything other than a parental scolding. Wow, that's she's amazing. She's pretty persuasive. Lucky. Yeah, she's so lucky. Too fast. Can't catch me. Yeah. Next time, I'll tell you about the time that she stole my car and wrecked it. She was so bad of a driver that you'll love it. <laughs> Wow. Much love, Molly. Good to hear from you, Molly. P.S. What? P.S. Oh, more. I can't remember if I've given you a suggestion on what breed of dog that you should get, but I would go for either number one, Rhodesian Ridgeback, or two, a Visla. What so is I, a Visla? I know Rhodesian Ridgeback. Ridgeback and they're that's pretty. a South African guard dog, mm -hmm. right? It's mm -hmm. got that ridge of fur. Yes. And the fur grows backwards or something like that. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like a mohawk on a dog. Oh, <gasps> I know is what a Visla like or Visla. Is that like a, oh. They're awfully cute. I've seen them. Yeah, it's a beautiful dog. Yeah. Oh, look. So it looks like a Weimariner. It does kind of. But except a, for but brown. an orange one. Brownie orange. Brown? Yeah. They have gray ones too, I guess. I know. Right now I'm crushing on, oh yeah, that's, yeah, it looks like Weimariner. It does. Interesting. Oh, Visla versus Weimariner. Ah, breeds dog versus different, dog. The breeds, differences, and similarities. So they must, you know, people. Gotcha. They're hunting dogs probably, I would assume. Mm -hmm. Pretty. They go hunting. You stay at home. <laughs> I like both of those types of dog, Molly. It's a good idea. I want them all. Yep. Oh, you know what I'm crushing <laughs> on lately is, uh, what is it? A, a Belgian Malinois or something? It's a really nice looking oh, yeah, dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a German Shepherd, but not really. But you, it has You showed me one the other day, and I was like, oh, that is yeah. super cute. Yeah. I like all dogs, though. I don't really discriminate. Pretty talented. He he had his owner jumping through hoops and running around the track. You know, the yeah. dog was there barking commands at the person. It was really smart. <laughs> Can you imagine a Westminster dog show when the dogs take over? Oh, my God. No, no, you die. run and the dog spits yeah, he, his food out on the ground he, he and you have to eat it. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> out of its mouth. <laughs> and the dog just got licking, done licking his. Uh... Okay, what's the next letter? Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> this is from Jessica. 
and it is entitled welcome to texas thank you yay says hey sean and katie while i am no writer i did want to write a quick note to welcome you both to texas where everything is bigger my husband and i moved to central texas 22 years ago and we love it the vibe is good the music is better and the food is the best i agree You'll never have a problem trying to find something to do here as there are so many hike and bike trails and plenty of water activities to partake in because of all the lakes. Hope you enjoy your new home here in Texas. And again, welcome. Kind regards, Jessica. Well, thank you, Jessica. What kind of queso do you have in your neighborhood? Because apparently there's queso everywhere. Queso is everywhere. Queso is king. And I, yeah. I think queso is amazing. You put mushrooms in the queso. You put ground, chorizo. Ground beef, peppers, onions. Everything goes in queso. Delicious. Everyone's going to get to know each other in the pot. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, we went to uh, Queso Mexican. is uh, Spanish for cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it's melted cheese. Ooh, we went to this good. like old-fashioned Mexican restaurant the other night, and um, it was like Velveeta because the when my enchiladas came out with their quote-unquote special sauce, it had like that cheese skin on it you know where you can tell it's Velveeta and I was like I am here for this and it was delicious yeah it turns into like cheese thermos so the top layer cools off and creates a protective barrier and the heat doesn't escape (laughs) so that the rest remains liquid yeah it was delicious and I I ate as much as I could and I brought the rest home and I ate it the next day it was so good again no regrets people were so friendly we thought we were gonna have to wait this place was super popular we thought we were gonna have to wait but we ended up being able to sit at the bar got to chitty chat with some guys from the navy or no the army that's a lie from the army another couple friendly bartenders it was amazing it was fantastic sorry i thought i was gonna have to delicious topo chico i told you it was a bad decision it's okay okay time for heather's letter sure yep and it is an update on her surgery i've been wondering how she's doing excellent She's the one that has the Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, other things too, but let's let's find out what's going on. She says, Katie and Sean, well, as of May 22nd, I'm sorry, we're way behind. We are behind. But we are catching up and I promise we'll get there. It says, I'm three weeks post-op. Ooh. I'm in pain, but it's a different pain. It's more of a healing pain that is different than like chronic pain <clears throat> where you just know it's like not getting better. There will be some medical terms being used. If you fuck up on trying to say the word, it's okay. I do the same thing. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I for, have a hard for... enough time with regular words, so here we go. <laughs> Says I had to have a test called a CT myelogram. Basically, it's like a lumbar puncture. Instead of taking cerebrospinal fluid out, they put dye into the spinal canal. Luckily, my team of doctors understand that I'm in so much pain that they put me under general anesthesia for all these tests. That's amazing because that stuff... Ter- terrifies me and also sounds painful it showed that my body is messed up <laughs> thanks Sorry. for the test guys <laughs> the, the doctor comes in pulls out his, his, his like flip board or whatever chart. The, his chart and is like <clears throat> page mm. two mm. okay so the tests show that your body's messed up <laughs> this test is supposed to be like google maps and help the surgeon know if it's bone or soft tissue doing the damage so it was almost going in semi-blind Usually when I find out that I have to have surgery, it's like a four to week four four to five week wait for scheduling purposes. Nope. I was on his OR table in two weeks. I had a very big surgery and not much time to process in my head that, that this is bad. I had a C5, C6 total disc replacement. Wow. It's amazing what they do. So isn't that up by your neck? Doesn't I don't know. It go one to down to bigger down at the bottom. 
I'm not sure. I think that, yeah. But when they replace a disc, do they put a new, like a... They put spacers in there, I think, to wow. hold it. But I don't really understand. Well, she might tell us. Let's let's hold on. Okay. So she had a total disc replacement that was easy and expected. The rest was kind of a surprise. Bilateral foraminotomy. <laughs> Yeah, that one. For a minotomy. 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 For minotomy. Okay. Bilateral for minotomy. Just be thankful <laughs> you're, we're not your doctors. <laughs> Our tests show your body's messed up. Um, that would be how I would deliver things. Okay. At the C5, C6 from stenosis. Basically, there's a whole foramen that the nerves and spinal cord get to Oh, that the nerves from spinal cord get to the rest of the body. So it goes through that. <clears throat> well, just let me put it this way. The surgeon was roto-rooter. If you have a tree root get into the water pipes, you call someone to clear out the blockage. And that's what happened to me. So it wasn't getting out. And <clears throat> she had a blockage. Then I had bone spurs. My mom has those on her toe. Osteophytes removed from the front and back of my vertebrae. Those can be painful. Yeah. I, I don't fully understand them. They're like little splinters that grow. Yeah, I think your 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 body continues to grow, right? Like, in, yeah. Uh, but if you have, is it damage that causes I don't, them? I think you My can mom have it was that arthritis. That you can have it, happen. but I think it also grows just by itself. Like, it's mm. just little little spikes, bones being such jerks. Calcium deposits. So she had those removed from the front and back of my vertebrae. Yeah, it sounds like it hurts, and it does. I'm not mincing words. Worst for last, my spinal cord had to be decompressed. It's like a spa day. Do they hang you upside down? The disc herniation or the bone spurs were pressing on my cord. That was the reason for weakness, numbness, and clumsiness. Okay. Isn't it sometimes, even though it <clears throat> sounds painful and terrible, but sometimes it's nice to know that like, ugh, finally they figured out what the fuck is happening. Do you know right, what I mean? Right, Otherwise you're like, what's causing this pain? And then people are like, oh, it's all in your head. And you're like, but it's real. You know what I mean? It can be really hard. I'm lucky that I only had to stay one night on the neural floor. But of course, nothing is easy for me. Some jackass stole my walker while my sister was talking on a phone or getting info. What? What kind of fucker steals someone's walker? Remember when you stole that wheelchair at the airport? I didn't steal it. I was returning it. Mm. It was sitting in the parking structure and I brought it back inside. Okay, true. true. Yeah, yeah. I was not stealing. Who would steal a wheelchair? Katie? I don't know. But Why remember, would you accuse me of that? But remember, somebody let you go first or something, and you were like, mm -hmm. like you're. <laughs> Anyways, back to the story. Okay. Come on, someone stole her walker. This is pretty serious. Mm -hmm. That's that's pretty shitty. Yeah, while while her sister was talking on the phone or getting info, and this is a Catholic hospital, by the way. The walker I thought was mine was actually the hospital's. I thought I'd let you know that doctors have gotten a whole lot better with bedside manner. That's amazing. Oh, good, good. But with surgeons, the ego is up so high. Totally. They think they're like gods. I would be scared if he or she would be calm and relaxed. I've seen doctors throw files, kick stools into walls. It's calmed down through the years, though. I thought I should keep you guys updated. Also, May is Eller's Danlos month. Oh. oh, and quick facts on EDS. It is con connective tissue. It is connective tissue related. So that means it affects everything in the body, muscles, joints, and organs. My cervical spine is reversing its curve from my EDS. Unfortunately, doctors treat the symptoms and there's no cure. Good luck in your new house, Heather. Thanks for the update, Heather. Yeah, oh. thanks for the update. I find it fascinating. Um, yeah. You know, it's interesting. 
I'm talking to you, Katie, uh, oh, mm-hmm. not to Heather at the moment, but I guess Heather as well. Uh, because I've never had a chronic illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, knock on I, wood. Yeah, exactly. Knock on wood. I mean, I'm very, very fortunate. But I, I don't know if if people who have chronic illnesses, like you want to, okay, acknowledge it, but I'm not going to dwell on it. And m- what I'm trying to say is like separating someone's identity from a malady. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. We because, talk about that with mental health all the time, yeah. Yeah, I'm, like I'm you, not depression, but depression is part of my life. It's something that I manage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and the same thing for Heather, right? Like mm-hmm. this is a very interesting person and uh, I think so because she likes our podcast. So I think, well, 10, <laughs> well, I think 10 gold stars, right? Mm-hmm. And so the EDS stuff is, I mean, it, it sounds obviously very serious and, and difficult, but I, you know, that that's not the, per, that's not just who this person is. Like there's more to this person. Right. And that's, that's very interesting. Like when you have something as severe as what she's going through, mm-hmm. but at the same time, this is, um, there, it's a person with like, uh, you know, uh, a whole other life. It's exactly. not just Ellers Analysts. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's difficult, especially, and I don't know, Heather, you'd have to let us know, but I think when we have a chronic illness, something yeah. like that that's so debilitating, you have to be in and out of the hospital or surgeries and pain management, it becomes such a large portion of our life that it is hard to to feel separate from it sure. in any way, you know? At least that's what I've heard from people. Yeah, um, but I want to acknowledge it, you know, and and mm-hmm. geez, this is this is pretty serious, and I'm 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 sorry that someone's going through that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it's very fair that that's going on in their life. But at the same time, I'm glad the know, surgery went well. Yeah, but I think sometimes people are treated like, you know, the, oh the pity and this, you know, oh, that yeah. sort of thing. A lot and of I don't, don't don't want that. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't want that. I'd be like, you know, I'm 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 a person, just like you know what I mean. Does that make sense? So I don't pity someone, but yeah. I, I have empathy for for the situation. And yeah, I'm there, such a baby that you know, uh, when I when I hurt myself, I'm like, you know what I mean. I I have no comprehension what real pain is. That's you know, not some, true because you have like cluster headaches and you had that pinched nerve in your hip for a long time. We couldn't even sit down. That was pretty bad. But <laughs> aside from that, and and you know, but as someone who has chronic pain, I, mm-hmm. I have no comprehension of what that is like long term pain. Oh yeah, I mean. You know? I, yeah. If anybody hasn't, you know, you haven't had chronic pain, <clears throat> when you find yourself in pain, like when you have those cluster headaches, imagine if that was all constant, you yeah. know, that's how you kind of try to, gotcha. or at least for me, I try to be like, imagine if this was all, this is what was happening all mm-hmm. the time, you know? But Heather, thank you for the update. I hope uh, you're, I hope you're on the mend because that was like a month ago. A month ago, and She yeah. was three weeks out, so she'd probably be like seven or eight weeks out by now. Yeah. So I hope things are better. And hopefully that sometimes just, you know, if they can find a reason for all that pain and all the, not even just the pain, it was actually like her uh, coordination and stuff was off. So right. hopefully that helped with your mobility. Keep us posted. Okay. We're moving on to Lori. Hi, Lori. Hey, Lori. The subject line. I love I love the subject. Oh, and just to be clear about yeah. that last letter, um, I'm not saying uh, don't write in and tell us about this because I, I, I find it very fascinating. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying that. Uh, like, that Heather is just this. You were just saying that there's always like more to people and they're not just yeah, their illness, which exactly. is true. Yeah. Um, yes, 100%. But like I said, sometimes it's hard, I think, to tease yeah. it out. And so I appreciate you sharing your story with us because I know yeah, that there's to more learn. to you than that. So you got to learn about EDS and yeah. I didn't know about it before. Yeah. So I feel educated and privileged that someone's sharing their story with mm-hmm. us. Okay. Okay. Lori's says, embarrassing miscommunications, the struggles of an expat. All of our language has been, it's, it's been very fun. It says, Hi. 
Howdy. Hello. I just found your podcast and am loving it. It helps to pass the time on those these excruciating, long and boring treadmill jogs. Well, I am glad to keep you treadmilling. I also love that you have people write in from all over the world. It's a good reminder that there's a big world out there beyond your little bubble of home. I wish more people could experience it. If you only travel from the States, um, that it's not as expensive. Mm -hmm. Our family has been fortunate enough to travel the world. We left California four years ago, born and raised in San Diego, and moved to Spain. Oh. Wow. I've I've always wanted to go. I mean, there's so many places, but Spain looks beautiful. My friend Ali G, you know, Ali yes. Guatno, she did her study abroad in Spain, and every year she tries to go back. And she didn't obviously didn't go in 2019, but I assume she's going to try to go this year. Right, right. <laughs> I wonder if their military go from uh, San Diego to Spain. Maybe. Well, let's find out. Okay. It says, we lived there three and a half years and it was amazing. European travel was affordable. Our kids could run the streets and the best tapas bars. That's what I've heard is like, if you go into a bar and you just get a glass of wine or something, it comes with tapas. Like the food comes with it. I love that. I love when things come with things. I feel like I'm getting a good deal. Um, okay. Uh, life was good. And then COVID hit and everything uh, went to shit. Oh, I digress. While living in Spain, I scheduled an appointment with a British doctor so they wouldn't have to try and get by with my Spanglish. Yeah, that could be like Spanglish works for ordering food and getting around, but <clears throat> doctor stuff, yeah. So uh, for this particular appointment, I needed some fasting labs done. So after the appointment, she asked if I was starving and I told her no, which asked again, you're not starving? To which I replied, not really, it's only 9 a.m. We realized the miscommunication at the same time and both got a good laugh about it. Turns out I had no idea that there were so many differences in their English than ours and it was not prepared. Oh, so this person was like, oh, she's so starving. She didn't know that word. Oh. Starving. I wish I'd written them all down after the appointment. That's funny. So even in the British doc, she still was like, <clears throat> I don't get it. Starving. No maybe she thought she meant tired i don't know okay i'm now. not following what's going on oh okay so she, <laughs> i was pretending i was like hmm, mm -hmm. so I'm she like, scheduled an appointment with a british doctor so that she didn't have to get by with her spanglish yes and so she needed some fasting labs done. yes and so the doctor asked so the british doctor that speaks english asked yeah. if she was starving who didn't understand the, if she, the british doctor asked her that she knew what it meant because she's from san diego I, I don't know. I don't, maybe I miss, I don't know. Now, more recently, we moved to the Middle East. Oh. Maybe it is. Maybe she is like a, in the armed forces or uh, her, Maybe or, oil exploration. Yeah, because that's something. It could that's be CIA. Lauren, well, that's why Lauren was in Korea for Special now, ops. Yeah. As a kid, remember? Okay. Yeah. So they moved to Middle East. I was exhausted from the move. As you know, moving can be exhausting and stressful, 100%. So after weeks of packing the house and all the logistics, we landed with our kids and two, our two kids and our two dogs. Unlike Spanish, I know zero Arabic, none. I don't know any Arabic either. I know very few words from Lamar. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. I learned a couple words. Um, Dondula in Farsi, but that's not Arabic. You right. know. Um, we had a member of our community, Sophie, that went from the UK to uh, what's the fancy place over there. The Dubai. Middle. Yeah, Dubai. And those people are rich. Or it, not everyone there, but that, it's that country rich, is... It's a rich city. Her, The rent that the they paid... The police drive Lamborghinis and... 
they that's, pave the roads with that's uh, not true yeah they have lamborghinis and uh, lamborghini mercy okay let's continue so she doesn't know any arabic so naturally when we got off the plane and went to greet the first person i see and the first thing that pops out of my mouth is hola <laughs> it's so true when you try to tap into you probably know this when i try to tap into a different language I always go to Spanish because that's the only language that I've ever felt that I really know. And even when trying to learn French, when I go into an area and I try to say something, my brain automatically like tells it to me in Spanish. And I'm like, no, fucker, we're not there. We're we're in France. We've got to come up with the, you know, it takes an extra beat. Do you ever feel that way? Like you automatically go to French? No, but uh, I find more frequently now French words do pop up in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's because I've been trying to... Uh, trying to use the language a little bit more or made a conscientious effort over the last two years to uh to listen a to conscious it conscious effort yeah that too <laughs> uh but i listened to it uh, for hockey broadcasts because uh, that's an easy one to do right it's, it's simple, simple words same words over and over again yeah. so and you get anyway so yes because mm. um, so she said hola <laughs> i was so embarrassed and so were my children the man just looked at me and laughed <laughs> He's probably like, yeah, it's fine. I know. Fast forward to a few nights ago, I was telling a neighbor about the Ola story. So she started telling me about some American gestures and phrases that are actually, oh, actually derogatory. (gasps) Wow. The first one being, have a good one. Have a good one in most Middle Eastern countries means go fuck yourself. (laughs) Hey, have a good one. (laughs) Really? Oh, whoops. Wow. Oh, my God. Sorry, that's just shocking. Because we're like, have a good one. Like, take care. Bye-bye. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Oh, no. Okay, good to know, everybody. Now we know. And on a side note, the middle finger is a huge no-no. You can get a ticket or have to give a public apology to someone if they report you for giving them the middle finger here. What? No, we'll do wanker signs. Only wanker signs. Anyways, I was appalled after this conversation because for the last month when our gate guard comes to collect the money and we pay him for washing the car, I always hand him the cash and tell him, have a good one. (laughs) I've caught him a few times giving me a strange look after and now I guess I know why. And it's the emoji where you face face palm. But that's not all. When the pool guy comes to, to clean the pool, he knocks first to make sure our dogs are not out back so that he can enter the gate. And I always stick my head out the front door and give him a thumbs up signal to go ahead and proceed. Oh, the next one being a thumbs up, which also means go fuck yourself. Sorry, I skipped right over that. (laughs) Oh my God. That means go fuck yourself. A lot of ways to tell someone to go fuck themselves. Yeah, and so many that we use all the time. So then the pool guy, she always sticks her head out the front door and gives him a thumbs up to signal to go ahead and proceed. all the people that are helping are just like fuck you and fuck you you go fuck yourself also god i wish i'd had this conversation with my neighbor sooner they will probably refer to me as the rude american lady in villa 20 <laughs> she's always smiling but she keeps telling me to go fuck myself I know. So. yeah it's like flipping me off and yeah anyways i really enjoy your podcast please keep them coming best to all Lori. Hey, thanks Lori. Lori. Thanks. that that is hilarious and i and go fuck yourself, huh? <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> Sorry, I skipped over that when I was reading because I was so shocked with the others. And I just, I got too excited. Okay. Um, That was somebody James was asking about That's my really funny. podcast, but it was up. Oh, we have a drawing. And I like to do drawings. Yeah, bring I'm it on. Excited. What do you got? Lay it on me, Katie. It says, 
miss missing and listening. This is May 24th, so this is probably mid-move. Oh, yeah. Oh, we've been waiting. Long time no see or listen. Where are you guys? We know you've been moving, but we still miss you. Have you binge? I have been been watching binge. Wow. Wow. Have been binge watching your older podcasts until you upload a new one. Here's a sketch of you guys. Thanks for keeping up with those sweet moments and filling our lives with joyful laughs. And this is from um, Omaha. Am I saying that right? Omaha. 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 Yeah. But look at our drawing. Hey. All the way from the UAE. Oh, yeah, that Arab be, Emirates. Yeah, we, uh, Isn't that funny Arabic how stuff. I think God plays jokes. They gr- he groups or she or they or whoever. Whoever God groups is. Groups together, you know, thing. That email so came cute. back to back with somebody who just moved mm-hmm. to the Middle East. Very interesting. I mean, I know it was Saudi Arabia, but they're pretty close, right? Yeah. One, hmm. uh, one day difference. Very strange. Very strange. Synchronicity. But we'll show that say. beautiful drawing because it's a beautiful Yeah, drawing. can I see it again? Oh, uh-huh. Sorry. I thought I it really into. captured me nicely. <laughs> you, you look. I look slim. I look good. You know, I, I think cute. it's wonderful line work. I love it. Yep. How beautiful. I like the letter. What is that? I, I'm What's reading a letter. My... Oh, over my head. Oh, I don't know. A little cloud. Oh. We got mail. <laughs> A little cloud. Oh, is that a rain cloud? Because I'm, I'm. I maybe. I depress people. Maybe it's a thinking <laughs> bubble. Ah. We'll have to know. Omaha. Let Omaha. Us know. And are we saying your name correctly? Because are we saying it correctly, or is it Omaha? Omaha. Omaha. <laughs> no. No. I, I dig it. I appreciate you sending that in. Also, if you uh, create, I, I gotta get rid of the. Uh, mm-hmm. I keep saying. You, uh, you do it a lot. You've done it from uh, since I've known you. Okay. I'm. I make a promise to the audience that I'm going to get rid of the word ah. Okay. It, you have to be okay with the silence. Yeah. The reason that I'll say uh is when I'm rushed and I'm trying to come up with answers. I do it on live streams and it drives right. me crazy. But I don't really do it when you and I are just talking or hanging out. Omaha, I'm going to put this uh, image in the Discord server oh, because yeah, there yeah. is a fan art section there. <gasps> and so uh, feel free. Oh, I just did it again. Feel free to post your fan art if you draw anything uh, podcast related. See, there's post your, it there. There's your, your uh. I didn't use it. You did just then. Did I? Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I won't call you out. No, you I noticed it the other day aware. when I was editing. I, I, was, I think I was using it as a crutch. You just use it as a bridge. I have a verbal crutch. Everybody does. We I'm all, on verbal crutches. We've all got them. I even, you guys, when I am preparing a video, will purposely write out some of the sentences together and there'll be no words like so or and or onto this or anything like I that. I enjoy a clean sentence. But I still, start. when I do the video, will still use the words, the ands, the so's. Because I feel like it needs a softener, like a bridge. It's me deciding to do it, but which I guess is different than not realizing I'm doing it. But anyway, we all have our things. Is all I'm saying. Don't don't. Fret. I'm gonna get better. We will by get episode better. 100. I am going to be. I promise you, at least in the top 10,000 podcasters in the world. <laughs> that is where. Okay. By episode 2200, mm-hmm. we are going to do an episode in Russian. No. Mm-mm. You think we'll get that far? None. Nunca? I don't know what do they even say. Niet. Is that is that Russian? Da. Da. That's yes. And yet is no. Niet. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, and done. I know words like perestroika and Oh Jesus. Okay, I'm moving on to Celine's letter. Are you ready? Yes. Celine. Rare animal and travel extravaganza. Extravaganza. 
Hello, Sean and Katie and fellow OTDM tribe members. My name is, I'm going to, how do you say Celine with a French accent? Celine? Celine. 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 My name is Celine from Grenoble, France. Grenoble? Grenoble. How would you say that? Chernobyl. Grenoble. Gren I think. Grenoble. I don't know. I okay. could be wrong. I, I it's would, funny because France has different France. France. <laughs> See, I have a Texas. Uh, no, you're going to say French and they use Texas yeah. France. <laughs> but France has different words than what it's I was uh, accustomed to growing up. So She's there's last last names that are sometimes I don't recognize them. And then a lot of other words. Uh, yeah, they're just Such different. as, you know, that city, Grenoble. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's how Grenoble. That's how I want to say it as an American. Okay. But, but Celine. It's from France. Like Grenouille is frog. So I would say that's Grenoble. But okay. I don't know if that's right or not. Celine. Frog us, city. You let us know. <laughs> See, I would say Celine, but I know it's Celine. I would like to submit my resume for the position of French liaison. Done. Born in the French Alps. At 25 years old, I moved to Quebec City to live with my Canadian husband. Oh. <gasps> you found yourself a Canadian husband too. Well, Aren't they the story. best? They're the best. But you went from these beautiful mountains to... The mountains of Quebec are somewhat uh, quaint, right? They're not very but tall. But Quebec City is beautiful. Quebec City is beautiful. We've been wanting to go when we were there for like years, but it, every time it's like snowed in or there's some issue, we'll yeah. have to make a priority next time. So anyway, so to live with our Canadian husband, yeah. which I should say Quebecois because he is a Francophone. Right. He is a big Nordics fan. So he taught me to hate Montreal's Habs with passion. Sorry, Sean. That's all right. Your What's husband has a de defunct hockey team, the Nordiques. Where's the Nordique? Where are they from? Exactly. That is who the Colorado Avalanche are now. Avalanche. Oh. <laughs> uh, they I sold their team. I learned it from my book. Yeah, they sold their team because their ownership was, uh, oh. you know, one of those people looking to make money. And now they desperately want a team back. Newsflash, your husband's going to get to uh, never cheer for a, a team in Quebec City because Montreal. Oh, so Nor the Nordiques were from Quebec City. And yeah, then the our, Avalanche became that was our rival. Them. Yeah. Oh, that's why he hates. So, yeah, it's his rival. That's it was, fun, though. It was a very big rivalry. But since that franchise has been sold, mm -hmm. I don't think that the NHL will ever allow another team to go into the Eastern market because, unless, you know, maybe 50 years down the road. Mm -hmm. But Montreal makes so much money off of having yeah, the all their fans. Yeah. We own the East Coast, you know, and yeah. uh, most of Canada as well. Like Interesting. For I didn't know they had the Nordiques. So yeah. anyway, but I, if he grew up in Quebec City, then he, of course, he's a huge Nordiques fan. I was uh, one of those strange kids, though, that liked both teams. So I was also a Nordiques fan. But I wasn't, at, Montreal was my team, but I always thought they had a cool jersey. Oh, I wonder and if now you could if you find be, one. Well, yeah, if you want to be cool, you can still get them. Well, it's like the when you see people wearing the old, uh, what's the Montreal baseball team that doesn't exist anymore? The Expos. Expos. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see that sometimes. Sean's like, oh, Expos. Well, some of my favorite players played for the Nordiques. Mm -hmm. So that was why, you know, I really got into it. I didn't it. even know, learning so much. Uh, so I spent six years in Quebec City and it was awesome. Also, the winters were so long. And Emphasis, rough. Yeah. But you're you're from the, the Alps. You, you probably had pretty rough winters. We decided to move back to France in 2013. I was so surprised when you mentioned mountain biking in Le Doux Alps. Oh, yeah. Um, in the that podcast, was, I was screaming, long... C'est Chouina, C'est Chouina. Is that right? Am I saying that right? C'est Chouina. C'est chez nous. C'est chez nous. It's, sorry. Sorry, Celine. I'm fucking this up big time. Yeah. So I should have Sean read this letter. 
Oh, you're doing just what's, fine. What's say Chenu? It's it's uh, our place. It's, it's oh. it, that's that's here. That's, oh, that's, that's here. That's, that's here. where I'm we here. live. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. Uh, boy, am I ever a bad translator though? Because that's not exactly what it is, but pretty close. Okay, that's. It was. Do you remember we were talking about the mountain bike race that was really long? We watched oh, the YouTube yeah, video. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's oh that's, that's where they live. About. So she's, she's like, like this is where I live. Yeah, this is where I live. That's at our place. That's awesome. Okay, I study physics and chemistry with major in science of materials at university. And my final assignment was on li lithium ion battery and fuel cell technology. Mm -hmm. But my health stopped me from working. Oh, I suffer from Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. What is going on here? But not This yet. is like if the Truman Show. This is crazy. You and Heather should be connected. I suffer from EDS, but not yet officially diagnosed because long delays, COVID, medical and family neglect. My chronic illness, burnout, and complex PTSD bring me to find your main YouTube channel, which helps me immensely. OTDM is a great addition for relaxing and helping cope with pandemic stress. Well, I'm glad. Huh. Um, I hope. I wonder how you did i don't know if i heard that correctly but did she self-diagnose or did someone she hasn't been fully diagnosed yet because but they suspect that's what it is yeah i'd assume because okay. she says she, i suffer from but not yet officially diagnosed since long delays covid medical and familial neglect right so in you to back up just a little mm -hmm. a second in university celine was studying physics and chemistry with a major in science of materials oh, so she's not that smart <laughs> i'm just kidding she's so rude <laughs> no i mean I know. So I have. She's getting uh, nerdy with it I every have day. Envy of people who have studied the sciences, mm -hmm. because you know science sciences is, are so fascinating. It's amazing, right? Like you could change lead into gold. I know? wish, as a kid, I was like, I know that's not true, but I wish, <laughs> as a kid, I because I did love science, but I f I feel like sometimes with kids they don't talk enough about what cool jobs you can have with things. And maybe they do, and maybe I was just like, la, la, la. But I would have done more in college with physics. I, I found physics to be particularly interesting as daunting, well as biology. Though. I didn't understand. Biology was very difficult for me. Some of the concepts that they, they speak of, mole mm -hmm. is a weird mm -hmm. concept. You, you multiply something by the mole, mm -hmm. and then this gives you a way to measure something that does not have an original size so then you well there's a lot of i think like, <laughs> i probably butchered that one but well no but what you're saying is is true in the fact that like there's a certain level like i remember getting into physics and advanced calculus at the same time and at that point i mean i did fine but it was it was really difficult because i remember getting I, this a meme would have been created if memes were a thing but we all kind of got frustrated by it. And I remember raising my hand in class and being like, I just want to figure out a calculation for something that actually exists. Because we were like solving for, uh, I don't even know, like different letters within, or like, what was it, cosine? Was that what it was? Like COS? And then you'd have like four, I don't know. There were all these Tangents. I can't remember what they're called. But essentially, you're solving for a, a random thing that actually, it, it's not like I'm solving for like, oh, what, how much paint is it going to take to paint this wall? Because that all made sense to me. And that was super cool and fun. But then you just start uh, trying to solve for these imaginary things that aren't, aren't real. Does hmm. that make sense? No, because I never went past grade 10. I didn't get my grade 11s. You did too. But no. what is it? It's like cosine. 
It's something. But I don't know what that means. So yeah, you solve for... when I think about, and I'm kidding. I did. I did go past my grade ten. He but did. Uh, the the world of math, the world of science, is fascinating to me. As I'm as I'm getting older, I wish I had looked. At, and it's never too late, right? I could go and take some classes at the local college. But I was looking at uh, the. Um, th there's a mathematician I follow online mm -hmm. and you know him. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Blue three, two. What's it, uh, his channel name? I forget. Yeah. Anyways, uh, his stuff is, is fantastic. Proofs. 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 So the law of cosines and yeah. So I think what I'm talking about is the proofs. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. See, I never went that far, but, but it looked like at this. Right. Like you'd salt you guys, not that you even care, but it's like COS. See, I don't, I don't think you have to learn that because it's on a calculator. You just press the button and boom, it's done. Right. Well, no, it doesn't. It's not, it, it the calculator does the cal work for it and you need a scientific calculator, but you still would need to know what the other numbers have to be and where that plays in, in order for you to get that. Yeah. Like the person who invented the abacus, you know, way back in. Is that way, the thing where you move the things? Yeah. It's a, yeah, I still don't know. Chinese calculator of some sort. And it's very advanced, but I bet you that person was a real smarty pants. But you put him next to the person who does the, who who invented the scientific calculator, and you know, I'd like to know how an abacus works, though, because they say advanced. you can do it all with for all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, have you ever seen mm, someone work one? Yeah, it's crazy. It's amazing how fast they do it. If there is an abacus <gasps> user in please, our community, right in. please tell us what the heck's going on and what can you do with it. Is it just for running like a cash register? You know, you're just. I know it's all sorts of calculations, but I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming it. it's like, you know, add, subtract, multiply, divide. I assume that'd be like its limitations. When I was a kid, there was a small strip mall by my house and there was a Chinese restaurant called Abacus. Oh, fun. And they had an Abacus. And the person who operated it, guess what his name was? Sean's line. Dave. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there was, and then they had the movie store next door to it and they had Patel's, which was an amazing convenience store with a small movie section in the back anyways okay moving on back into <laughs> Celine's letter i hope the move to texas went well i followed your advice by listening oh i followed your advice by listening to an old episode there are two subject subjects that i would like to add my story to ah, perfect we are ready first fantasy animal akin to your jackalope mm -hmm. in my part of the alps we have a ledahu Le le dahu le dahu i'm guessing see the picture in the document added i okay. will pull it up in a second thank you it's a type of mountain goat mixed with a roe deer with two legs shorter <laughs> that the other are uh, oh to be more stable with the slope in the side of the mountain oh mm. it's like your front legs are longer your back legs are shorter so you can stand le dahu. le dahu um it's common in summer camp that the supervisor brings the kids into the forest to hunt the dahu <laughs> at sunset. You're, it's like the, the snipe. snipe hunting mm -hmm. in France. You're supposed to be very quiet when walking and whistle in order to, order to startle the beast. And it'll turn around, lost, or lose its balance, and fall. Ta-da! <laughs> you catch a dahu. Also, the, the grown-up um, oh, will prank on us by startling us oh gotcha so the grown-ups will pull pranks on them by startling them right, while they're while out there whistling, whistling. early age trauma not surprising that i don't like the dark still i don't like the dark either and i blame it on my brother scaring me a lot and my my dad also liked to scare us and stuff but anyway okay so here is the image attached 
I gotta find the we gotta see what the the dahu looks like. Oh, 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 it's one side. Okay, this was what I didn't expect, Celine. I was thinking the front, front legs or the back would be shorter. No, you guys, it's it's left versus the right. The slope side. Look at all the, the equations <laughs> of what it has. Oh my God. I've got it on the screen right That's, now. So that, that makes sense. Yeah, the, the left side or the right side of the dahu would be. That is hilarious. Très bien. Dahu rubicabra? I can't read that. Oh, Vaca Montamus. Montamus. View of Fos. View, I don't know. View de Faux. View de Faux. View de Face. But I enjoy Sorry, the front, the front technique. View. So this is the frontal view of, a, you know, it's got the, yeah, that's great. It's so funny. <laughs> I enjoy this very much. Le, le, or le, le, le dahu. Yeah. If okay. there was an S on the end, it would be le. Okay. I'll, I'll learn. I need to get back into it. Okay. Secondly, yes. one of my passions is travel. Ooh. Um, Sean dreamt of travel all year around while following the different holidays or celebrations is right up my alley. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That was one of my ideas. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, I, that was one of my ideas. You should write that down. Put it in your dream journal. I'm currently working on it for funsies. Dreaming of new destinations is a good way of distracting my mind from the pain Ooh. and the doom and the gloom of chronic illness. Let me know if you would be interested in my take on that. Maybe a Tour de France. Oh, Celine, I would, I would love really that. love that. I think that would be an excellent project. I would, yeah. I would really actually be into that. And so, even I would love to know. Are you part of the Discord community? You should be. But I would be interested very much so in like, what would be your dream trips around France that if like we could all go, what would we do? <gasps> my psychiatrist, uh, he, there's my, uh, again, I got to get rid of it. I'm going to get rid of it, guys. So my psychiatrist has a map that he has illustrated of California. Oh, yes. And you leave from Los Angeles and he's illustrated all the vineyards that he likes. Well, he loves, uh, what's it called? Wine. No, it's not San Santa Ynez. No. It'll come to me. Yeah. Continue. But he, but he has, has all these maps place. that he's he's mapped out, like go this way and take this road. And when you yep. get to the hitching post, you hang a left. It's really quite fun. So if you are up for it, sit in. If you want to give us a tour of oh, different parts of France it. or next time we vacation, go, maybe we'll take Celine's trip. And this goes for everyone out there in the yeah. audience. If you have a tour that you would like us to take, mm. I have a dream that one day mm. This podcast is a traveling podcast Ooh. and we'd pack our gear up. We could do it live. And we would go to faraway places like Barstow. <gasps> oh, but people could actually read. You can't say that anymore because that is a faraway place now. Oh, yeah, that's right. But people could actually come to the live event and then they could tell their stories. They could have them prepared. Wouldn't that be funny? <gasps> oh, I like that. <gasps> There'd be an audience microphone. <gasps> I love it. I, I do like that. Well, I think they just take a number. When they get there, and then we just call on them, number one, number two, you know, blah, 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 blah. That would be so much fun, you guys. So much fun. Um, what was I going to Or say? someone just plans your vacation for you. You go on the road. We don't know where we're going. Mm -hmm. And uh, just stop at all these places that someone else has told you about. Yeah, totally. Totes my goats. Okay, so her passion is travel. So my husband and I have a travel list before my autonomy is too compromised. On the top of the list, yes. Japan for the sushi, 100%. Come for the stu sushi, stay for the ninjas. That should be there. The historical city of Kyoto and soaking in onsen. We, my friend Alexa and her husband went, you guys know Alexa. They went to Kyoto and uh, 
Tokyo and it starts with an O. Anyway, and I was super jealous and it looked beautiful. And the photos that she had of, it, I think weren't the cherry blossoms blooming. Right. You guys, it's at the, been at the top of our list for quite a few years. And YouTube had an event there in Tokyo. This was like a couple of years ago. Oh, but, I was scheming for us to go. But we didn't get selected for it. We got selected for New York, which we love. But I was like, But I really wanted to go to Tokyo. Tokyo. I know we were so bummed. Mm -hmm. So that's on top of our list too. I agree. We think alike. Then Lapland or elsewhere in Scandinavia to see the Northern Lights. Have you seen the hotel with the glass igloo and outdoor jacuzzi? Comfort goal. Yes, I have on Instagram and it looks fucking amazing. Sidin, did you stay at the Ice Hotel in Quebec City when you were there? Oh, I forgot about that. That seems cold. Yeah, but you wear a blanket. It's cool. I just, I don't uh, like it, it does seem uncomfortable to sleep on a block of ice. Yeah. I do think that's a little bit of a, they're, they're really milking the tourists. I might go in and have a drink at one of those oh, places, for sure. but for then sure. I'd want to go back to my warm hotel that has yeah, a real exactly. bed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not really into that. Okay, and going back to Scotland, we already went to Edinburgh for the Christmas market. Oh, I haven't even heard of the Christmas market. What an amazing city to sleep in a haunted castle. Ooh, the castles in Germany, Scotland. Europe. Europe as a whole. Pretty much everywhere except for North America has pretty good older yeah, buildings. Beautiful. I mean, New York has really the beautiful. The Americas were a little later. Or newer, you know? yeah. yeah. But even New York and the Eastern Seaboard, they have like really beautiful buildings. Mm -hmm. In Quebec, I mean, Quebec City is like a, you know, like a fortress kind of of a city. Yeah. Anyway. But you don't have castles from like the ninth century or, no. you know. No, but I've seen the ones in like Germany, particularly that are like amazingly beautiful. Yeah. Europe is uh, uh, full of good places to visit. After my second COVID jab next week and the 20 days for... Oh, they make you wait 20 days for safety? We're 14 here. Everybody's got all these willy-nilly different things. Nobody knows what's up. We are going to see the lavender fields in Provence. That looks amazing. And my friend Lauren did that with her, now her fiancé. All fiancé. One of my best friends got engaged. And I've never been so excited about engagement other than my own as I am for their engagement. I, I'm still even thinking about it. I was like... <laughs> anyway they got engaged and i believe they went to the lavender fields in provence they did this whole like tour of france and then italy for food and stuff right. Do you well he's a chef so he was was it italy that they was, were in or spain they went to italy and he was learning how to make pasta surprise surprise Delicious. Uh, as well as cured meats mm. Yeah, yeah, he was really well. Then the Santa Maria Grill thing—he was like trying to. F anyway, lots of cool things. But she's been all over there, and I believe she's my one friend that's been there that I know of. This is a quick trip before we finally be able to fly to Quebec to see family when quarantine will be lifted. Ah, cool. I know we're trying to do that too, but I think they they want to come here more than we're going to go there. Or what? What do we? What yeah, we it's just that the government has tacked on these weird. You know. You, so a plane ride from Montreal to Texas costs you roughly 400 bucks. Mm -hmm. So it's cheaper than California because back California days, they were looking like 650. But they are asking you to have your test on either end of the trip. And they're or charging both ends. people for it. So, so it's, it's 150 like, bucks. So an extra $300. Yeah, it's a huge amount of money. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I, I find that so, that pisses me off because then again something is limited by finances in such a way it's not like oh 50 bucks you know the people who are really who's making money off of this oh, you had a floof and it kept catching the light and i couldn't tell and i didn't yeah so anyway sorry i got you was a cry for help i got your floofs i, I planted it mm. <laughs> anyways yeah the people who are are hurt by this are you know uh everyday people it's i know not, not the wealthy the wealthy 
I don't yeah, think they're they flying ever private trying. jets. So they're doing whatever they want. Yeah. It's crazy. It's not fair. Um, it says big hugs and courage for the unpacking. Thank you, Celine. Thank we, you. We are pretty much unpacked. Katie said something to me the other day, Celine. She said, uh, we are 75% of the way there and we've been like that for two weeks now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's true because we're waiting for, but every day more cardboard boxes show up because you know, you're putting your house together, right? Yeah, you need this or that. A huge one showed up today for a new light fixture because we have this hideous wannabe, uh, I don't know what you'd call this. It's a chandelier of sorts. You think it's a chandelier? I yeah. don't even want to call it that. But basically it's in the way of the lights that are in here So because we're filming in the dining room, right? So we so need to get this, this like, thing to come down. Uh, round, like a, a circular, it, mm. it's only, I don't know, maybe six inches off of the ceiling. So it'll be a little bit a nice better. Piece. Yeah, I think so. I hope it's, I hope it works. I think it'll work. Anyway, so that showed up and that was in a huge box, but I think we'll still be able to get those into our recycler. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We don't have to go to the recycling. The recycling I'll just sneak out at night and stuff the, the neighbor's uh, recyclers. Yeah, okay, perfect. One cardboard box in each of them. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I'll be the cardboard bandit. I think you could probably ask Ryan if they have space. He'd be like, sure. Yeah, but it's more fun to do it like stealthily. Mm. I'll put a mask on. I think if we lay them flat and put them You probably next... don't want to wear a mask and, and sneak through a neighborhood and text. Probably get shot. You could. I think a lot of people it's, are it's possible. gun-toting. Do we have time for one more story? Yeah, sure. Lay it on me. Okay, what do this we is got? from Bernice. Hi, Bernice. It says, my name story. I love the name stories. It says, hey, Sean and Katie. Happy to see you made it to Texas okay. As a military family, we've moved quite a bit in our lifetime, and we've learned something new with every move. You'd think we really um, should be experts by now, but it always ends up being a new learning experience for us. I have what I think, at least in my mind, is an interesting story of the origin of my name. I also love the name Bernice. And a bike story as well. Ah, perfect. Aha. First of all, I absolutely love the podcast with you and Sean. I don't consider myself new to your channel anymore, as I've been watching for just about five months now. Well, welcome, welcome. So my name, well, my mom initially was going to name me Dana when she found out she was having a girl. Actually, I'm not quite sure where she got the name from, but she loved it very much and told all of her friends her plans. One of her, I guess, not so good girlfriends was pregnant as well. Oh, what a jerk. She's a bit, she's a name stealer. I can already sense that this is what's going to happen. Why do women do that? What's I don't know. It happened to one of my friends as yeah, well. I know. I've heard this uh, happen frequently. Yeah. It's so fucked up. Yeah. Okay, and when she gave birth to her baby girl before my mom, she named her baby Dana, which made my mom very upset. Yeah, what a dickwad. She felt as though her friend betrayed her in giving her baby that name. And she didn't want to name me after her now ex-girlfriend's daughter. She didn't have a backup name in mind. So after she gave it some consideration, she decided to give me my father's middle name as my first name. I found out when I was older that my father never liked his middle name and changed it legally when he became an adult. I can only imagine the teasing he got as a child. Well, as a man. His name was Bernice? His middle name. Oh. I mean, Bernard, maybe, but. Yeah, I don't mean, hmm. that's why she's saying he probably got teased. Um, whenever anyone found out his middle name was Bernice. That's like, I remember uh, my friend Jason, he would never tell anybody his middle name. And then I found out it was Keith. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we had a buddy growing up. That... And I was like, Keith isn't that bad, but it just didn't fit him. It didn't make sense. He was like, Jason. And then you're like, Keith. We had uh, a like friend a, yeah. that we rode BMX with when we were mm-hmm. kids. His name was Bobby Singh. Mm-hmm. Bobby was a troubled uh, person. He he got in a lot of trouble as we grew up. So we kind of distanced ourselves as we went to high school. Yeah. But I remember the summer that we found out what Bobby's middle name was. Oh, what was it? So we used to. I used to go by Bobby's house every day in elementary mm-hmm. school because he lived down the street and he was a fun kid, you know. 
but they are uh, they're Sikhs, mm-hmm. right? And um, so uh, I'm surprised his first name is Bobby. Well, you know, because if you it depends on how how traditional they are. Yeah, it turns out that Bobby wasn't his first name. Oh, it was like his nickname. Yeah, I think so. Uh, his real name was Cool Deep. Oh, cool, cool dip. Yeah, cool dip. And I was like, <laughs> cool it was like deep. cool whip, cool, cool dip. You know, but that's like, kind of a fun. Name. I thought it was cool a cool deep. name, and he was mortified because one day we were at the house and we were, I think we were playing, we well, were his skateboarding or something. Called him by his real yeah. name. Cool dip, come inside. Cool dip. <laughs> and oh, he was like, fun. he he turned a, 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 a he's oh. he's Indian, uh, and but he went pretty pale. Pretty ash. Know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aww, being a kid, he was so mortified. Tough. You know, because you're you're just trying to fit in, and you know, uh, sometimes. I think, you know, having cultural differences that are that extreme, like an Indian yeah. family in the neighborhood, you know. Well, we had a lot of Indians actually in, in Dollar Dismo where I grew up. Yeah. And I, I thought they were like wonderful. They lot. had the best food. Oh, the best Going food. over there. Although I was like a food tourist growing up because you go to your friend's house after school. Well, they school. always have different stuff. Yeah, yeah. We had people from the Caribbean uh, or Caribbean, mm-hmm. however you want to yeah, say the it. the Canadians say, how do you say it the first way? Caribbean. Yeah. They say the Caribbean. We, we always say Caribbean. Yeah. Potato, potato, same, Nelly Furtado, you know, yeah, but they have good food. The people from the the Caribbean. One day I'll tell you the story of the cow heel soup, PJ and oh, I. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but that's another story. Filipinos, wonderful food. Mm-hmm. Dollard was just a great melting Patrick pot of Star, kids. Patrick uh, is Filipino and he's always sharing yeah. the, his favorite foods from stuff like that. But he's got some good food that in general that he makes. He's yeah. making his breakfast burrito the other day and I was super jealous. Our friend Daryl Tabinar. Uh, he his grandma lived with him, and Daryl's grandma would make some some funky. Yeah, the food. cow heel soup. No, no, her, she had uh, fish head soup. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Daryl, <laughs> uh, man, there's some. Wonderful but when you're people. a kid, it's so funny because all you want is to be the same as everybody else. You want things. I remember, like, because even though I grew up in a pretty rural area, and a lot of people's families like hunted and stuff like that, but I never wanted like deer meat sandwiches. Mm. Like, which my dad loved and would always like fry some up and have it in sandwiches. And I know you guys are thinking, Katie, that's nuts. But when that's most of the meat in your freezer, that's what you eat a lot. is like bear, deer, stuff that my dad hunted. I wanted like Turkey Oscar Mayer lunch meat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I would like always beg my mom and she would get, she would most of the time, you know. But my dad, meanwhile, loved like deer and meat, meatloaf sandwiches and just all sorts of stuff. That right. As a kid, you'd be like mortified, you know. And <laughs> I even remember... This is such a funny memory. And I don't know if anybody else remembers these things from like lunch time. I was very lucky that even though we weren't like crazily rich or anything, my mom would, was not a street grade buyer. She didn't buy like the generic brand of things because she wanted to make sure she knew what was in stuff. Right. Okay. So I lucked out because then I didn't end up with like uh, what it was called was Western Family was our, our generic brand at the grocery store, like Safeway. Right. And Western family, it's I mean, fine. You're a Western family. It, yeah, but it was like you could get Western family fruit cups for, your, you know, your lunches and, and um, all the generic stuff for that. And I lucked out because my mom didn't buy that stuff because she wanted to have like the legit, legit ski stuff. Like not you don't even do generic Ziplocs because those things won't hold together. They won't seal. Can't trust it. Buy the real thing. So that was how I grew up. So I would, I never really felt embarrassed by the brands, but I remember specifically in fifth grade, I had a crush on this guy, Kyle. I won't tell his last name because he, you know, who knows, people could look him up. Um, I don't even know what he's up to anymore. But I had a crush on him when I was little and we were sitting down at the lunch table and he pulled out, he's pulling out his lunch and he pulled out a Western family fruit cup thing and immediately put it back in and then threw it in the garbage. Like, Aww. And I was like, 
you know, I mean, even me then, I was yeah. like, eat your fruit. He threw it. It's, it's a waste. Right, right. So wasteful. He's embarrassed by his... But you're embarrassed by... And it's just so funny when you're a kid, you just want everything to be... You want to fit in. You want to be cool. Right. But then when you get older, all the things that you were embarrassed of is actually what makes you cool. And then you start to come into your own of like, my family's kind of weird because we do this, but that's kind of cool. Like, I remember even when we first started dating... You thought that like hunting and fishing and the fact that I grew up doing that weird stuff and like smoking meat and making kielbasa and all the stuff that we did, you know, I did as a child that I just never really talked about because nobody thought it was really cool. And you were like, this is amazing. And I was like, I guess, I guess he's cool. (laughs) Well, there wasn't a lot of that going on in the suburbs. We didn't smoke a lot of uh, foods. and Although we did, being in Canada, there was, there was a little bit of the outdoor element, but Mm -hmm. it something just uh, sparked off my mind there when we, were, when we were talking. And I, I I truly am thankful for growing up in Montreal or the suburbs of Montreal mm-hmm. because there, it's such a melting pot. Yeah, you get to see a lot of different cultures. And, and it was amazing, right? Things. I didn't grow up bigoted, you know? Uh, or around bigoted people. I, I was like, you're so open to all these other cultures, you know, whether people are Italian, whether people are Arab. Um, we all, like... Yeah everyone was around you know it wasn't homogenous and i think that 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 melting pot is it's kind of like what new york city is mm-hmm. you know and and being get able a variety. to yeah and that's yeah. probably where my love of food comes from because oh, man yeah. there are so many good foods in montreal totally <clears throat> and remember when that japanese place opened for a short time like a couple blocks from our apartment oh, flanagan's it's so good <laughs> no it was like a legitimate like japanese place from japan Tukuma. was that what it was called Yeah, takuma um I didn't think it was to come up. Maybe you're probably right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we went into the bathrooms there and it was like, like in a spaceship. It was crazy. It was like, Oh no, that's, Sorry, I was thinking of the place next to the Irish bar. Oh no, no, that's that's Takuma. Yeah, that's Takuma. the other one across the street was straight up out of like, like out of Japan. They really love the entertainment they factor love, for dining out, and that was that was trippy. Like, yeah, it was projection screens in the bathroom. Honestly, the bathroom almost made me feel like I was drunk, and I like barely had like a sip of alcohol because like the projector is like on the floor and going up the wall, and like it's flowers and they're blooming, and I'm like, what was in that one drink of? <laughs> it's a trippy bathroom. Like, is it? Did I get slipped LSD? What's happening? So. And the toilet did all this crazy stuff in the mirror. You could turn the light on the mirror and off. And it was it was just a lot, you guys. It was a lot. But I remember when we went to that restaurant because we were like, oh, we should try it. And like nobody was there, which was kind of sad. And then it went out, obviously, because nobody's there. But you ordered all sorts of stuff because we're, I mean, I will explore a little bit. It was the cartilage, the chicken cartilage thing that I was like, I can't do that. So good. But the guy was like, oh, this is like a real traditional thing. So Sean was like, I am in. And I was like, nobody really orders that very often. We were like, we are in. Like, order it. We'll do it. You yeah. know? But we wanted to have different things. Like, all the time I wish there was a new food that was created. Can't just have, you know, our boring chicken and vegetables all the time. I know. Okay. <laughs> Back well, that was a tangent, wasn't it, boys and girls? We really, so we went, I don't know how we got into this, but this was from the stealing of the name mm. and not, and then Bernice, her dad's middle name being Bernice. And then, wow, we really, I apologize. Could have been a mountain dog, Bernice the mountain dog. Yeah. It says, I never knew anyone with the first, the same first name as me until I became an adult. We have a couple of Bernices in our community, actually. I know of, I know of two. Mm. Okay. As for my bicycle story, well. I grew up riding bikes with five brothers and sisters. Wow, what a big family. And we were quite the, they were a daredevil. Um, We were quite the daredevils growing up riding around in San Francisco. 
Oh, I would have loved to seen San Francisco. I mean, I've been to San Francisco over the years. I think the first time I went, it was like 2000. And it's a magical area. 2006 really... with my mom. And then I've gone back, you know, like six times or more. Such a wonderful place to walk around. Although mm -hmm. the hills, the goat would do well there. The, that, the French goat with the, the two legs that are shorter. Yeah. The, what was it called? Remember we were ambitious and we tried to walk and we made it like half an hour. Oh yeah. Like, we were like, we got to <laughs> get a cab. Crazy. But it's so beautiful. And, and you can see how that city was once really glorious mm -hmm. when it was first probably booming. You it kind of reminds the, me of Seattle gold in a lot rush. of ways. For sure. Yeah. It's that same era. Yeah. And and it, I, it, it's gone through all these different phases. That was such a fun trip when we went up there. Yeah. We had like meetings with people at YouTube and stuff and we stayed at uh, an Airbnb out in the marina. It was so much fun. And we were definitely busy. We had to get used to the foghorns. Fog, foghorn leghorn kept us up. <laughs> but, but San Francisco is gorgeous. If, yeah. if anyone out there is considering going for a vacation there, yeah, I, I highly, highly recommend, recommend it. It's beautiful, beautiful. Ooh, and there's that place. But they got to get the, the homelessness under control. There. Yeah. But that place, Flour and Water, amazing pasta and pizza. And like next door, like a block away, is something called the dog. Something. It's a bar. So while you wait, flower water because they don't take reservations there's always a way you can go get a drink at the place next door and it's amazing is that where the dog was playing pool the big giant dog oh no i don't know where that was i forget that was like an irish pub hmm. and that was was that in the marina i think it was yeah it was so that wasn't this is like not in the marina okay anyways so riding focus. around san francisco focus john focus katie riding around in san francisco so they were daredevils I didn't consider myself an expert, but at least a pretty good bike rider as I had taught myself to steer my bike without using my hands. That was quite the feat. I was never good at that. It always scared me and I'd fall off. At least that was until I went into the military and my first duty station was in Valdosta, Valdosta, I guess, Georgia. My bicycle was my mode of transportation that I rode on a daily basis to and from work. One afternoon on my way back to the office after lunch, I unfortunately was struck by a car. <gasps> Oh no. And thinking back on it, it was actually a pretty bad accident. I flew about 15 feet up in the air and landed on the ground right behind the car as it ran over my bicycle. Jeez. Oh my God. Oh my that God. That is a serious accident. So in that respect, I was fortunate the car didn't run over me. True. At least you flew, but still. Ooh. And I ended up with five scratches and a broken femur. That's you can die from that. Yeah. Well, your big vein runs along there. Back in the shock and... Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Back in those days, there were no bicycle helmets. So I really was blessed that I'd only a broken femur and that it, um, and I got that because that's where the car struck me. I never thought about getting on a bike again until my children became old enough to ride bicycles themselves. And of course I had to teach them. I'm not quite back to being the rider that I used to be, but I attribute even having the nerve to get back on a bicycle to my children. Being a military family ourselves, I can relate to your story of going from a very small apartment to a large house. Moving from base to base, we've had to do that several times, going from large place to small place and then back again. I could tell you some stories about moving nightmares, especially moving a family of five with three children under the age of five. Oh my God. Oh, uh, I don't know Please how Please send do those in. Yeah. To England and back to the US. We've had to learn how to adjust as I'm confident you both will. Take care and stay safe. Bernice. Well, thank you very much, Bernice. Thank you, Bernice. I wonder how the military does it. Do they take care of you? Do they do they handle all the logistics? Because I think they're in the logistics game. Or I, I do you have know. to do all this yourself? I do know base, and you let us know, Bernice. Please write back, and I do want to hear some removing stories. That would be very helpful. Um, but I do know that 
people in the military do have to pack up their own stuff. Like okay. they don't have somebody that comes. I in bet you the general you. doesn't though. That guy probably probably he, not. He they're all pack. they're all like kit and gloves. You know, they get everything taken care of. Right. I was reading an article the other day. This is I. I am on Quora. I don't know if anybody else is there. Is anybody else new? know what that is? Anyway, I love that. Uh, and I go into it pretty much every morning. And one of the articles I read the other day was about Cameron Diaz mm-hmm. and why she Went retired. to school with uh, Snoop Dogg. Oh, really? In mm-hmm. Long Beach? High school. Funny. Yeah. So anyway, she retired from acting in 2013. Oh, I didn't know she retired. I didn't realize she had either. I knew that she hadn't done anything in a while, but some people take breaks and then come back. But she was one of the top paid actresses for a long time. And she retired in 2013. And there was an interview there where she talked about how being at that level of an act actor, that nobody lets you do anything for yourself. Oh. And she's like, everybody would... would you know, pack up everything and make sure I had everything I needed and like show up and they'd have extras Sounds of things. wonderful. I thought so too, but listen, it makes sense what she's saying. And, you know, they, they make sure that you're all groomed and taken care of for this exact thing. And then, okay, they're going to pick you up at your house and you like don't have to have anything ready. Like you don't have to do shit. Like people are doing everything for you. And she was like, I really missed being a real human taking care of myself. And she's like, and I, I need, I guess she married, got married. She's like, I want to just be a regular person. Like, I want to be able to wake up and make my own food and know that I need to grocery shop and plan for the week. She, she just, and I, I think it's always like this. Like, the grass is always greener. She married uh, Kirk Cameron from Growing Pains. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So her name is now Cameron Cameron. No, that's not true. I don't know who she married. I think it was, it was like a director or somebody. I don't know. I right. didn't recognize the name. But anyway, she said that. She just really wants to like do her laundry and like do basic things because she hasn't had to do it since forever. And she thinks that it infant, what's the word? Like infantilizes. Oh yes. People. Good word. Good word, Katie or Cameron. It was if really, you're listening, Cameron, good word. I'm sure she is. But she thinks that for that reason, she doesn't really like engaging with other actors and actresses because they aren't grown ups. Like they don't know how to do grown up things. They don't know how to take care of themselves because they don't have to. And mm. she's like, and we get away with it. And she, when you start at a very young age, people don't know how to take care of themselves. Okay. And so she thinks that that infantilization, if that's even a word, <clears throat> to, to anyway, I found it very interesting because she finds she thinks that that is like harming people and doing a disservice. And so she doesn't want any part of it anymore. Frankly, fair enough. Which it was just so fascinating because you think of like, oh, how nice it would be if we could afford to have someone pack up all our things and move us in and organize us, unpack our things. Like I've, I feel very fortunate. Dreamt of those days. I know. I'm like, even the fact that we could pay for movers, I felt very. Yeah, or that there's a dude riding around our yard in a on on a lawnmower mowing our lawn. I'm like, because we don't have a lawnmower. But I could see how that could be. But if, yeah, if you eventually don't, you don't get know to how do, to do anything, yeah, you lose all of your, she said it was, you lose a sense of self and you have no self-sufficiency. If and you don't use like it, that. you lose it, Cameron. That's Agreed. the way it goes. That's, that's the truth, you, you know? But anyway, it was just really interesting because, you know, like as regular people, regular people, I would, I'm like, yeah, that's the dream. She's loving the dream. But I get what she's saying where it's like, you just don't want people in your space all the time doing. Things. I wouldn't. It's too, I don't like that either. Like even um, having a bunch of people overdoing things around the house for us to fix things we don't have the ability to fix. I'm like, get in and get out. Like, Although there are some dream services that I wish I could ooh, like hire. like a chef? A chef. Oh. oh. Mainly because I, I'm not extremely competent in, in cooking although I you're think really I'm, good no but you do a great job i don't have a wide 
repertoire. Yeah, yeah, thank you, repertoire. I don't I don't have a, a big cooking book that I draw from. So I understand the basics and what works. We aged some meat the other day, which yeah, was Sean great. Yeah, aged it. Yep. Uh, but it was to have a chef yeah. would be amazing, especially since I think I could eat healthier. So to have a chef like design your what well, you're eating. I think you're for me. Because then I could get all, you know, ripped Ooh, like a mm. like a hollywood actor for me it's not i think even, they do steroids personally they get I, really big and swole as the kids say they get swole i don't think kids say that anymore but i do Yoked. think maybe but for me i think it's less about like getting fit or swole like how did ryan reynolds go from being so skinny to being so big he didn't work out and then he worked out he didn't have any muscle before it's not like he was like yoked. Right, right he's a slender dude yeah but Okay, sorry. But what I was saying is that for me, it's less about the getting swole, as you say. Bro. It's more about the fact that I just don't like to have to do it. And I'd like to be able to get into my fridge and have like a meal. And I just like put it in the microwave or I just eat it. Yeah, for sure. That's for sure. what I want. It's a convenience. Right. Which there are tons of meal company things. It's just so expensive. Like I've looked into quite a few and it's very expensive. You know, hmm. what do you guys think? Do you do those things? What do you think? We're going to have to invent something to get that rich. Yeah. Got to like silent Velcro we'll or something. Do some, some science-y things. Come up with some sort yeah. of really good invention. First, we'll have to understand science. I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah. First, we're going to have to figure out how to First, convert lead befriend, into gold. Befriend Heather Hine. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alchemy. I'm hungry. Speaking of food. Yes. Let's get eat. out of here. Uh, thank you again for listening. I said uh, again. It happens. We Dang do it. it. I'm going to get better, guys. I'm going to get better. Okay. You heard it here first. Let's um, hold Let's hold him accountable. We will get through more of your letters. We are just, we're still about a month behind. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> we're fine. But we had a couple weeks where we told people to hold off. Yeah. So hopefully... Boy, you know, before you know it, we'd be caught right back up. Right. If you enjoyed today's podcast, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening Five there. Five stars. Ten stars. Give us all the 20 stars. 20 stars. Why stop there? Tell a friend and share it. And we'll Tell see a stranger. Oh. Shout it from the tops of the streets. That's a little, it's a little excessive. Okay. Have it's a wonderful- people. <laughs> I know. You all know you work here. That commercial's been playing like crazy. Okay. Mm. Anyways, have a wonderful weekend. We love you guys and we will see you next Saturday. Bye. like this so I can see it on the